people, ladies and gentlemen of all ages, to episode four of the Saturday AM Squad. I am one of your co-hosts, and with me is... Yep, it's me, it's Ramses. I, um, I, <laughs> I've been screwing this up, and worst part, I had a great introduction prepared, which is... Welcome to the welcome to the Saturday Morning Squadron, the only podcast with with a five with a, with a five Morbius joke limit. We'll see about that. Anyway, four, and we've got nineteen ninety two, a year in review, is our main thing coming up. Yeah, it was, we wanted we wanted to check out Top Gun uh, Maverick, but uh, unfortunately, it's already out by the time we're doing this recording, so it's like it's impossible for either of us to go to the, the movie theater and do this podcast at the same time. So we're gonna move that that discussion to the following episode because I've been hearing a lot of good things. I say it's actually way better than the first movie, so I really want to check I, out. I think it's interesting stuff as well. Yeah, I'm gonna be seeing it like two days from now. Oh, actually, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just for me, I, I usually see it the following Mondays because, like, the Mondays are usually dead at the movie theater. So it's like, one, for COVID reasons, it's good for me to go, go on a Monday. And two, no one goes. It's like, I, I won't have, like, like kids throwing stuff at me or screaming or stuff like that. Like, I can watch uh, this movie I, in I, peace. I know, that, I know that little feeling of uh, when with Spider-Man and when I know my home, there's some annoying kids and whatnot. And, and then there was... That, so. Yeah, and then um, and then also here in the United States too. Like, and I don't know how it is in, in your neck of the woods, but I don't, I'm not gonna expect you to watch this this movie. But also at the same time too, um, Bob's Burgers is coming out, so I'm gonna watch both of those on Monday. So I'll I'll give now just a review of uh, not only we're gonna review um Top Gun, but I'm gonna give a personal review, a short one of Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Movie. So yeah, I don't have an attachment to Bob's Burgers, so I mean I'm probably not, but I mean. Because it's, like, it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the deal when the Simpsons movie came out at the time. Like everyone practically went to go see that anyway, you know. Yeah, but I I, I really enjoyed the series, and I can't wait to watch. It's like you know, I, like I said before, I really enjoyed the series. It's really good, really good. So it's like I'm really excited. But that's yeah. besides the point. Like I said, I'm, I'm sorry if you were expecting your, of expecting us to talk about Top Gun. I really wish we could, but we can't. Well, we said last time we were we thought we were going to do 1992 in review because we did you did the random number random number generator last time anyway. Yeah, if you if you didn't listen to that, our episode the last, um, if, actually, because I should I should have done this right as the episode as our quote unquote episode ended, because we did this on the spoiler part of the of the episode, and that was that we 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 um, so in lieu of talking about a uh, particular movie this time we're gonna just gonna have like a, we're gonna have a topic and you're gonna see these from time to time usually we don't have like a big movie to talk about usually we're gonna like tackle like a like a different topic for stuff like and stuff like that so in this case we were we decided you know. One of the topics I wanted to do was just have a year in review, uh, just a look back at a year, and it's that, and we're gonna call this segment the year that was. In this case, the year that was nineteen ninety two. Thanks to what our RNG selected for us. So, yep. but before we even get started with all of this, we have to talk about uh, so much news here. So we want to talk first: movies, TV, um, toys, or. We do have uh, one other bit of news that's um, a sad note that uh, we can probably... Oh, yeah, we have to. on first that came up. Actually, just in fact, like, earlier on in this day, like, pretty much, wasn't it? Yeah, it was earlier in the day, like, 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 not too long ago, like, around, like, 1 o'clock the afternoon here in my time, we started hearing um, news that, unfortunately, um, actor Ray Liotta, famous for movies like Goodfellas, mm -hmm. Has um, unfortunately passed away at the age of sixty-seven. Um, no word yet about mm -hmm. his 
no, no word yet as to the, his cause of death, but uh, he's been so anymore. He's just been in like kind of like just gangster movies in general. So it's like, and if correct me wrong, he was in um he was in GTA Vice City, right? Think so, or if not, he was it was directly like inspired also and in, like yeah. Awesome someone's gonna correct well. us and someone's gonna fucking correct us and it's gonna and we're gonna be like exposed for the fake gamers we are. I just haven't played. Wait, which which GTA game were, were you? Were Vice you City. Thinking? I don't think I've played. I've played three. I think I've played. Yep, one of the he, he, he was in. He was in. Yep, yep. He was in. He was in GTA Three. I think he was Tommy Vasetti, the main character. Yep, Tommy Vasetti. That's as I thought. He he was the main character in in GTA Vice City. Fucking awesome game. I love Vice City. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. Oh, that's when that's right. that's Vice City was that's when that that's when those games started getting rated. Vice City and then um and then San Andreas. Those, those two. I think. But like I think one I've, day. Damn, one day, one day, maybe I'll put, I'll put my head in on those uh that remastered collection if they're. I've heard there. Them, I heard those those games were getting like the actual thanks to the, thanks to a lot of the updates they've been doing. They, it's, the game's been a lot better, but the yeah the <laughs> like yeah that that initial release was. But yeah, like it's unfortunate. Like you know, that, uh, such an amazing actor who's done so much over the years has unfortunately passed away. So you have any memories? Anything that of are you reminded? Anything that you um, remember? Any particular roles you you enjoyed from him? Not overly many. I mean, I kind of just already just touched on a little bit. I sort of remember like little bits of pieces, like in my own regard to him, anyway. So you know. Yeah, that's for me. Like I said, like um, I saw. I, I my one of my one of my favorite movies of his is always going to be um, Goodfellas. That's always like, like uh, that's like I mean, I never because I never saw Sopranos, but I mean, I know like he's like also big in that as well, and just you mm-hmm. know, he's he's just all over all that stuff because it's just like even an interview I saw earlier on, like in the day, like like. He never really intended to get into acting, but he just kind of fell into it or something, basically. Mm-hmm. So you know, that's cool for him that he made it. That he made a bit of a career for his time that he was doing all that for a while, anyway. Yeah, so it's like you know, you know that he he, he ended up being such a great great actor, but unfortunately, like I said, like he's um he's not with us now, unfortunately. And um, uh, well, what can I say? You know, thank thanks thanks for all the memories. You will be missed, Mister Mister Leota. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Yes. So why don't we? So okay. Now we can start off with the. Now we can start off with like the with like with our Mega Man selection screen here. You want to you want to tackle Toy Man? You want to tackle Video Game Man, Comic Book Man, or you want to tackle Movie Man? Let's just start. Let's 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 just start with the toys and the last stuff, and then that's the more. All right. Deals. Toy news. It was announced. It was announced that Hasbro is re reissuing the Top Gun Maverick um, Transformer, which is something I was very concerned about. Like when they when he first released, like. When I, when I know when he first released it, I was like, yeah, the pandemic and all, you have no choice, but your hands are tied at that point to release that figure. And yeah, it makes perfect sense. So it makes perfect sense since the movie just got like released now of all, of, of all times just to do that. So, um, so it makes sense that they would, have to, they would reissue it. So it's like, I'm, I'm happy they're reissuing it with like no problem whatsoever. Cause it's like, that was always my big concern. Cause like, I heard a lot of good things about the figure. But I was also concerned. It's like you're releasing this figure way too early, and you should have just waited. But then again, too, it's like when you're on a, when you're on a time when you're on a time schedule, and then a pandemic hits like that. Yeah, then we got ourselves a, then we got ourselves like a then we got ourselves a problem. So I'm happy for I'm happy that Hasbro is taking the initiative and actually reissuing. Yeah. Second bit of news is that we started seeing some information trickle out from the internet that some people have have leaked out. There is going to be several. Exclusive Transformers exclusives coming to Walmart and other places in the next couple of months. I think this is I think this is the term I, I was I had in my brain that said, um, Teddy Roosevelt said said this. 
there's going to be three constants in this world. Life, I mean, death, taxes, and thus talking about Transformers. We're never going to escape it. This is our fourth time we're talking about this. And we just talked about the Transformers yeah. news earlier. So, mm-hmm. with that, and reason why, um, and this was news that we knew since September, but a lot of this news are starting to be more in line that, like, is, that, this, that this news is actually true. Because like, we, start, we saw a leaked um, review of Override and Black Convoy, a.k.a. Scourge. And yeah, this this listing that I'm seeing right here is pretty much a uh, this is pretty much all but confirmed. Like, but that this is all happening. So um, yeah. we saw we first saw a review for Override, which made me really happy because I really love the design of Override in in Transformers Energon slash um, Galaxy Force. Like Turbo uh, Nitro Convoy was like my favorite design in that series, and like I'm so happy to bring that to bring her back in in this line with the original mold and everything. It's so good, and mm. yeah. They're gonna take that G two um Optimus Prime, and they are definitely gonna make it into Scourge, aka Black Con. Yeah, the laser of Optimus Prime and turn into that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's if if you if you didn't think for one second they were gonna do that, you'd be solely mistaken. They were gonna do that from the very start. Yeah, considering considering the original G two Optimus Laser Optimus Prime became Car Robot slash Robots in Disguise Scourge Black or Black Convoy. So so it's, yeah, been, it's been done before. It's been done before. It's nothing new. It's not rocket science. Yeah, so we do have some we do have some um, some interesting news because like as part of this listing, this is, these are some of the figures that we do know for that we do know that's going to be part of this um, set. So mm-hmm. according to this according to this listing, the the first one we're going to see in this in this um, this Walmart exclusive series is called um, Transformers um, Attack on Velocitron. Velocitron. Yeah. So the first one of some of the figures that we do know for under the Lux side, we know we're gonna get a burnout. Which after doing mm-hmm. research, that is going to be a that has to be a repaint of skids. Um, we have a we have Road Rocket, and that is that that's supposed to be a motorcycle. So most likely that is go, that Road Rocket is from G two. Yeah, so, actually, actually, sorry to interrupt because I I forget where it is. I do have that. Figure around somewhere the original G two Road Rocket somewhere I yeah. think and Road Rocket I don't I know believe... if it's LED stuff is LED like a chainsaw um, gear weapon arm weapon works anymore or not with the lights but possibly possibly not I don't know yeah check check so. the batteries check the batteries on those because like they, you don't you want to make sure that they don't cor- that they haven't corroded like I, yeah whenever I, I know, buy that's some... the problem yeah whenever problem. I buy it, whenever I buy anything I usually yank out the battery to put something in there to protect the battery so like it won't be like so it won't turn on. So the batteries can yeah. be preserved. So Road Rocket most likely is going to be a repaint of RC, the the uh, the current Legacy RC, Velocitron mm-hmm. Blur, which we we already have several blurs already from like from from the, we have Blur from the movie from the from the movie eighty six line. So I doubt this is going to be Blur from that. So the most likely candidate is going to be Blur from Armada. I don't know what figure. That's they... what I was gonna say. Given the universe, given the universe, it's it's placed in Blossetron. Uh-huh. I would have suspected Armada Blur, actually. Yeah, yeah, Armada Blur. So by most... by, yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's most likely gonna that if that's the case, it's gonna be most likely gonna be um, it's gonna be what's his face um, uh, drag strip from that also from Legacy. So like most likely they're gonna they're gonna repaint um they're gonna repaint um that to be um Blur because that's the closest thing I can think of that could be the equivalent of it. It could be a completely original mold. It could be a blur mold. Who knows? I will eat crow on on the on the on the on the stream when that happens. Clap down. Okay, well, because real quick, I was gonna say sorry that blur. I mean, if they went to make a new mold, I mean, I don't know if they're making to 
you know, the fancy sports car that he was that had a uh, a jet alt mode as well, like a third mode form. Yeah, thing deal. yeah. Well, so. If you put if you put the mini con, it was it like the flaps on the side was like he make it to like a jet. I always thought I always thought that was um what's it called? I always thought those were just like I thought it was just it did, the guns just came out of it. I, I never really thought of it as a jet. Yeah, he just have wing cannons, but I think they fall out to the sides more when the wings yeah. flap down and all that. Yeah. Anyway, I had that figure. I love that figure. I, I actually like that's one of the, like I, that's one of the few figures I wish I still kept that one, and I wish I still had Wheeljack. I wish I still had the, the wheel jacket from from Armada. That is still like the best figure. Yeah. Um, Clampdown. That is definitely because like we've now seen photos that those are starting to come up. Um, Clampdown is officially going to be the it's it's going to be like the side swipe. Um, it's it's a side swipe mode. It's a side swipe mode. I believe it's going to be the Earthrise version of it, which has some alterations from like the Warfare Cybertron one, but not really. So. Mm-hmm. That's so. That's already. That's a definitely confirmed that that that, that that's what they're doing because like the clampdown also when they were when they were originally released was of that mold as well of like the the Lamborghini mold. So that makes sense. It's just gonna be all white. The final figure on the on the deluxe site is Cosmos. This is the one where I'm like, this has to be a, this has to be an original mold. There is absolutely no other figure that I can think of that can fit this that can fit the description of of Cosmos. Yeah, because. Cosmos, you would think, would be some kind of spacecraft UFO. He's like those. He's he has like those. He's like those typical UFO, like you know, like kind of like a UFO dish kind of like thing. Yeah, well, yeah, the other, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, like when you think of the name Cosmos, like in terms of Transformers, it's like that. But like, considering what the theme of this set is and all that stuff, Velocitron or high speed stuff is like, well, wait, what would he be? You know, a Cosmos space dude. So you know, I want to know, and I I, I want to know which figure, unless they're gonna unless they're gonna go again, dip into the into the molds that they already have already, and use like say like maybe they, they use because like I know they've been using a lot of the the molds I know they use a lot in the previous lines were was that Lamborghini mold. I know they use a lot of that. Um, I I know I know they did a lot of stuff with that Prowl mode, and they did a lot of stuff with the with the Ironhide mold. So one of those, it's a, it could be one of those three things, or it can be a completely original thing. I'm hoping it's an original thing. I really am hoping it's an original. Oh my god! Oh my god! I think I, I think I realize what blur. Is. I think I, I think I know what blur is. What? I think blur is gonna be the. I think blur is gonna be the that it's gonna is gonna be the the iron height mold. And reason for that is because like you can actually hold down the that back part of it, and it, it actually does come out like wings. Hmm. So don't hold me accountable, but that's that's my theory right there. Okay. Anyway, anyway, we'll, we'll see in time. Anyway, but next we got the Voyager classes, man. What have we got? Okay, Voyager class. We got Override, which we talked about. Which, come on. Yeah. It's this fucking yeah. awesome figure. Your, your your thoughts on on Override? I never. I'm sorry for not asking. No, it's fine. No, no, no. It's, it's cool that you know Override's getting like a a big like spotlight all of a sudden like that. So mm-hmm. you know, because like in the original it was like you know she was well in the original uh, in the, in the English she was a she and the Japanese was not it just like a fancy dude or something? Yeah, it was a dude. Yeah, and he yeah. was like the, he was like the leader of the of, the, of his home planet. So he was like, like each each yeah. each planet, character was it planet speed or something? Or yeah, something in planet the speed. Yeah, okay. So yeah, and he then was like... right after that, we got road hauler, which makes me think hauler, as in like kind of like akin to like grapple or something yes, of is. that sort. Like it is. Dude. Yes, it is. Because we yep. did have a gra- we did have a grapple in um in Earthrise. So like yeah, it's most it's. It has to be that one. Like there is no doubt, and the, there is no doubt because like they have the mold already ready. And not only that, that's a great mold. I have the figure. It's like it is one of my favorite. That's like one of my favorite figures in Earthrise. I, I don't like what they did with some parts of it, 
because like you can easily snap off like the parts that that connect to it. But if you're careful with, with some with some parts, it's really good. The the robot moment incredible. I love it. So like like uh so getting that th- so if giving more options for people to get that figure is great. Same with like when they also reissued uh, that figure to be um Inferno. That was a great uh-huh. thing. The leader class is uh Scourge, and we talked about Scourge and like yeah, of course. The only the only yep. so so there's some several other listings here for other things that are gonna be in other stores. Um we already talked about target ones. We already know that they're gonna do they're gonna reissue um we already know the reissues are gonna do on the back one. TF Shrine, we have no idea whatsoever what these are. Like the it just says here, the listing just says Soundwave versus Optimus Prime and Bumblebee versus Starscream. I have absolutely no idea what these figures are. But when the time comes, we'll discuss about that. The only other thing that's of note here is that there's that they are making a deluxe uh, Minerva figure, and mm-hmm. Minerva is a uh, Nightbeat for if if you ever collected because Minerva is is the is a mold from Master is from God Master Force of that character. And, well, yeah, because in the Japanese version, like with, with the God Masters in the Japanese, like or they have called them Power Masters in the US, is like. In the US, it's basically Nightbeat in different color set line stuff, like blue and yellow and that kind of deal. In Japanese, they decided to change it up and make it into like a rescue force, like uh, first response, like ambulance car or something. Yeah, so it makes I'm starting to wonder because like it, it's not above them. It's not above them to put to do an exclusive and to a completely original mold. This will if like because mm-hmm. that's the thing. That's the thing. I'm that's the thing. I'm wondering. It's like, is this gonna be like a repaint or gonna be a remold? And they've. They they had a history before the Wallabies has had a huge history before of just releasing original molded figures when they do an exclusive. The big the ones I remember the, the remember the most was I think they did a Cerebros not Cerebros um, uh, they did Highbrow from um, the Headmasters when they did Titus Return they released that uh, they released Highbrow on um, they released Highbrow in the in that line with a completely original mold and and then the following line they did. Um, Power of the Primes, they released, um, what's his face? Rekgar. They released Rekgar as well as an original mold. And every subsequent release, they, they, it was like, it was always always a repaint, but I wouldn't be surprised if like this one's going to be a, an original mold, because like, there is nothing I can think of right now that can fit that can fit Minerva, unless they're going to reissue that fucking, um, unless they're going to release Punch Counter Punch, and I'm like, no, <laughs> no, please don't. That figure should just be put to breast already, for God's sakes. Alrighty, so that does it for uh, toy news. So, where do you want to go next? Toy, um, video games, movies, TV? Or you pick the next books? one because I picked the first one. You pick the next one, Ramsey. Um, so let's talk about video games because like, we, we only have like a few things here about video games here. Literally, as we were talking, Nintendo just put up their new um, their new listing for like NES, NES and SNES uh, Nintendo Switch Online games. And mm-hmm. the update should be up as we're recording around the 26th of, of May. And the games you're going to get is Congo's Caper, Rival's Turf, both for the NES, and NES you're going you're to get Pinball. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's uh, th- those are some games. Yeah. Again, it's like, it's those... Well, Go on. Rival Turf is going to almost like practically complete a uh, set of uh, beat-em-ups on the SNES now at this, right? Oh yeah, that's right. They did, they did have all, all three Russian beat games, quote-unquote. So, like, yeah, so that should be right there for, for it. So like, yeah, on one hand we have that, but it's again. This goes back to the whole thing of like who's asking for these. And if I correct me if I'm wrong, because you do have this, they just put up Kirby and the amazing. They just put up Kirby the sixty four on the yeah, Nintendo for the N sixty four app. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. I've been hearing rumors about that thing, about that release. How is the release of that figure? I mean, not the release of that figure. How's the release of that game? I haven't tried it yet, so okay. I haven't I haven't dipped into it yet. 
Yeah, because I heard there's a lot of issues with, with the emulation. That's really causing a lot of problems with like the vis- with the visual fidelity of the game. That it was like, ugh, it did not age well at all. I had some weird little things as well with that, and then I also at the same time when every new like um update or other things, they tend to also like put in like uh, fixes for other games that have had issues like reported before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm pretty sure they did some for like. They've been doing some tiny little bits for like Ocarina of Time and like other things like that, like of time for sure, like do, like improving it and other ones like that. Like in the past ones when they've done like, you know, like game updates. Because like they do like a game update every, well, they used to be every like one a month or something, mm-hmm. every two months or something. And like now they've actually practically gone through all of their basic lineup of the games that they announced. So everything else going forward is going to be always a mystery now what they might unveil on us next. Yeah, that's anyway. that's right. Yeah, all right. So, um, next bit of next next bit of video game news is that we are we knew about this game coming out, but finally, t- finally today we finally get a new. We can finally get a release date and some more information on this game. We're getting a we're getting uh we're getting a reissue. We're getting a new version of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All Star Battle, which is going to be called All Star Battle R, and it's going to get a new release date of September second, two thousand twenty two. So. That's really good. That's that's gonna get that's gonna come up really really soon, and and um, the game is basically the the game that you play on PlayStation Three. And it has most of all the DLC characters. There's one that's still on up in the air as to like if they're gonna put them in or not, which is Bao. We haven't seen anything of Bao just yet, but let's see. Some people said they confirmed it. Some people said they haven't, but we don't know. So, but in addition to like all the deal to most of the DLC characters and the base and base game characters, you're gonna get some new characters as well added to the main game as well. You're gonna get from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part One. You're getting Ario Speedwagon from Mar- Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part Three. You're getting Mar- uh, Mariah and Pet Shop, and from Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part Seven, you're getting Diego Brando. Um, they look great, especially Speedwagon. He's my favorite character in the series, so it's like yes, thank you. And I love that he, like his his like he has like if you ever watch the series, like his first appearance is like he comes he's with uh, he's with these he's with these two other thugs with him. And yeah, he's with us two other thugs. I'm like, yes, yes. It's the little things I love about that game so much. So good, so good. And we also got a confirmation of a collector's edition. It's gonna that's gonna be nine. That's gonna be ninety nine ninety nine at the Bandai at the Bandai Namco store. It's gonna have the game, some special some special DLC, a, a pre order bonus DLC, and a statue of Jolene done up in and done up in the, the in special colors. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm. I'm really happy for it. I really, I remember playing this game with um, Stan and Comey, and mm. we really, we were really loving the, <laughs> we were lo- loving the, like the ever loving, you know what about the game? We loved, we loved it. And to have the game, like to have the game, like finally be portable and stuff like that, especially to come out on the Switch, I'm like definitely gonna, I'm definitely gonna pick this up because it just yeah, looks... because it's like why would you not? So not just that, it's a good, it's a great game. It's a great game. Not just that, it's a, it's actually gonna be like a. I just looked at the suggested retail price of the regular, regular edition of the game. Instead of being, um, I think it's gonna be um thirty nine ninety nine US. So it's like it's actually gonna be kind of cheap for a for for a mainstream release game. Yeah. So I'm I'm down with it. I'm perfectly down. It's just the thing I'm concerned about, as everybody's noted, because like everybody has PTSD when they saw this character, Pet Shop. Because if you ever played the Capcom game, Pet Shop was a menace. He was a menace. Like he he's like he has he's in the tier all of his own. It's like please don't 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 make him as broken as wasn't that. It's just one game. of those things that I was gonna say that when I think about it, like it should also be a bit better performing upgraded uh or enhanced port version basically. Like it's it's kind of the same deal when 
Maxi Boost on is basically the best version of the extreme versus lineage of Gundam games that came up because when they all started in like I think 2010 with the original extreme versus just the base game at the, the you know at the time and like now it's like an extreme versus Maxi Boost on which is so much more refined and better and smoothed out and performs really well and it's got all these nice bells and whistles on it now nowadays. Yeah, so it's like it's like, so it's, like, it's, like it's like the same deal compared to original All Star Battle to now All Star Battle R for this. It's basically a nicer, better performing version. All this stuff is crammed into it. It's just good, great. Yeah, and I do appreciate that. Like they're they're not really they're, like I do appreciate the the one thing I I really love is like like they're giving you all this plus a lot of stuff that they, that you, that that at the time would have been like at nowadays it's now virtually impossible thanks to how like how the structure of the DLC stuff is to get to get from PS3 DLC so they have all the yeah. stuff from the PS3 game and then have the DLC on top of it with exception of one character that we don't know just yet what I say what's going to happen with him but they have all that plus new characters plus 10 more characters on, on top of that plus any other character they're going to put in is going to be great it is looking great. I'm really happy that they're putting in all this effort to like just enhance, uh, just to enhance everything and to give put more effort into it. So more Jojo, the more Jojo, the better. I I love the series and I love the and I love this game a lot. So I am definitely gonna pick this up when it comes out this uh, this September. Mm-hmm. And uh, the final bit of news is that we finally got some. We got we got our first look at the at the retail release of um the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: The Shredder's Revenge. Um. Not really much really this to say other than like it's getting physical it's having a, it's gonna have a um virtual covers you're getting some stickers and you're getting an art book and that's it no date whatsoever just yet i'm still assuming yeah i'm still assuming this is gonna come out uh this is still gonna come out this summer most likely either in july or, or august most likely if they already started started put out like listings for like physical editions of the same with like yeah. the cowabunga collection i'm very sure we're gonna hear something about it but I like it. I like the. I like the sprites. I might actually end up buying the, the physical edition. But I'm also kind of worried. It's like how much is it? How much the? How much is the game gonna cost? Like regularly compared to like buying the game physically? Because that's always been one of my biggest disparities when I buy these limited run games. Where it's like my biggest issue is like 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 um like the game is like on download. It's like it's like nine ninety nine, ten ninety nine, and then like the actual physical version is like twenty nine ninety nine, thirty dollars US. And it's like, sometimes I'm like, do I really want to put down that extra ten dollars for a physical release? Yes or no? Sometimes, and some, and that's why it's like I'm very. That's why I get very weary when I when I buy these. When I buy these, the only one I brought so far is Yes and K collection, and the only reason why I brought that was because a it was a good deal, and b the the amount I would pay for the, all the games that's that's in that collection would have added up to being how much I would pay for the physical version. So I was like, whatever. Like yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll get all of these. Because it's gonna cost me the same thing anyways if I brought it, so like might as well. Yeah. So I've got a few off- from Limited Run over time, and like, like I get, I, I know, I know, I know what you, I know what you mean when it comes to like getting some of those collectible versions or ones they offer for that. Because I mean, I've gotten also other ones like in the past. I got them like the Turok ones, like Turok one and two, off them, and other things like that. So you know, sometimes I just try to like find what's feasible. It doesn't cost me too crazy to get them. Or something, but it's kind of nice to have them if I if I really want them or something like that. So did they do the Doom sixty four physical as well? Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Okay, okay. That one's really. I heard that that one's really. But the game's really good too. I really like what they did. I really like that reissue of Doom sixty four. But um, that would be one of the ones I'd be like, eh, maybe. But they also came with like, 
but also too, there's another edition of Doom that just came out not too long ago, which mm. has like Doom 2016 um, as a physical game, and it has all the DLC on that, all the DLC for Doom Eternal, and uh, as a as like a download copy, and all the first and the and Doom Doom Two and Doom and Doom 64, Doom Three and Doom 64 as like individual downloads for like fifteen dollars yeah, so American. Like, yeah, I think I've seen other ones like weird other ones in the past, like. And I'm just fine with getting some of these older ones, like as little like uh, digital things on my system sometimes, anyways. As isn't just you know that's that. Yeah, so. that's why it's like that's why it's like as much as I as much as I would like to buy some of these, like sometimes I'm, I'm like you know what, I'm better off just buying these like you know when it goes on sale or yeah, like I, buying. Actually, them- that reminds me of something though, because I shared a sport of this. What happened to the super hot one though? I don't know what happened to Super. Is it, is that, that was, I finally showed that was limited one or something, wasn't it? Going to be doing that? I'm not sure it was. I just, I just had that brain fork come to me just then, like thinking of all that stuff. Well, it should be out because I just, I just did a search and they, and they announced it. They announced it in 2021 in, in June of 2021. So I'm going to be so like, given how much, how much time it takes between them releasing from them, from them, um, from, from them making it, from them, from them taking the pre to them releasing it, usually like. Four or five months. Yeah, depends on things. So, but anyway, so that's one something I was thinking of. Yeah, so it's like it's so, all. All right. Is there any other news I'm missing in video games? I don't think so, because I think that's all we found. All right. Really? That's all right then. So, what do you want to go to next? Well, there's only really like two left. So, I mean, there's either the movie things and TV stuff, or we got the comic stuff. So let's just do the comic stuff first, because there's something in there that you found interesting that you want to talk about and saying is involving a certain Cimmerian barbarian. So, you know. Yeah, unfortunately, starting in July, I believe in July, um, um, Marvel will lose out the license again to Conan the Barbarian after having it for four whopping years. And the worst part is they were starting some 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 movement in in his in the universe. To bring him into the actual like six one six universe, hmm. so that's so it was like oh my god, are you like kidding me? Like like the rug was already pulled over, and basically what ended up happening was from what I remember hearing is like they did not file the the stuff for them to renew the contract, and he just said that's it, you're done. So I'm pretty sure like the 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 people who were involved with with the with with the, with Conan the Barbarian, they said nope, you're we're done, and just they're gonna they're gonna take it, they're gonna let them like work on the last things, and that's it. That's like that's the end of Conan, and the big rumor going around is that the they're gonna start like the company is actually gonna start self publishing the the comic books themselves, and just like how they're self publishing the games under Funcom, so there so that company it might be the ones that are gonna be involved with doing the comic book going forward, in like starting like the end of this year. It's it's weird that this year like this year is not only going to be like this not like this happened this year and then also this year, um, IDW is set to lose like all their all the rights to all their Hasbro stuff. So it's like it's interesting where like we're starting to get this weird shift in like where things are going where things are going in the next year. The way all their so even not just including Transformers, does this just include like uh, Power Rangers or, or Power Rangers? Is, Power Rangers, I think mm-hmm. that was that was a different deal when they when they wrote it because that was because they were doing um, with Power Comics were, were doing um, Power Rangers, they were doing it before the merge before Hasbro brought the rights to Power Rangers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 okay, fair enough. So fair like enough. The, so so like their contract is like a very different contract than the one that's being used right now for the other stuff that's on IDW. 
So mm. like, and I theorized that, like I said, like um, I think I said this before in, in private and other places that I think they're most likely to just a new comics to keep everything in in that same place, like keep on um, Power Rangers and everything else in in that same in that same place. So who knows? But yeah, any thoughts on um <laughs> on the uh, on this oops an oopsie doodle story of, of at uh, Marvel? Uh, not overly many thoughts. Just kind of interesting. Not where where Conan basically is going, or where where it's at nowadays. Like like gee, Marvel after all this stuff. Like you know, you, you I didn't think that you know Conan was even like really like still going or connected or doing stuff with it. And then it's like. Then that little bit of news comes out. It's like, huh? Okay. So well, that's the, the thing, I guess. So like, basically, basically, it was a, it was a, it was a huge, it was a huge deal because like, like they were doing stuff in the actual Marvel universe with Conan, where he, where some of the characters would be would go into the Chimerian age and start, um, the Hyperion age and start doing stuff with Conan. Mm. Um, and then he would have his own comic book on the side, which he did, which was a continuation of some of the stuff they were already doing already with stuff from Black from Dark Horse Comics. Which is also a continuation of some of the stuff that was happening in the Marvel comics back in the like in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. So they were continuing that that stuff, and then the big one that they were actually making a lot of money from, I recall, was there was a lot of the reprints and a lot of the reissues of a lot of the older comic books. Like that's the part that's like that's the part that's going to be like that's the part that hurts the most is like now what's going to happen to a lot of those books now that they're not going to that, that there's no one that's going to help them publish it because. Mm. For a time, like they they, were, they had a lot of issues reissuing a lot of those books when they were at um when they were at um when they're at, at Dark Horse, so like I don't know what's gonna happen afterwards now that there's that, that now there's now there's like no clear place where it's gonna be going to next, and they have no plans whatsoever at the present moment to see well, who's gonna take over. So who knows? Like and that's I think that the, that's the part that that hurts the most because like I. I've been wanting to pick up a lot of the reissue um, books because the books, like from I heard, that they're really they 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 taking they they doing they're doing a really good job of like reissuing them. But at the end of the day, it's just like now that now that they, they can't do it anymore, it's like that's like the yeah, because you know, in my I never I never really got into like the full on like I've heard interesting deals with like all the various um, Conan storylines. My my level of knowledge of of it is obviously I've seen the movie once eight, a while ago you know the Schwarzenegger movie and other things and then obviously because I didn't think this was even a Marvel lady thing but apparently it actually is or sort of is connected after all is with the animated series from the 90s Conan and the Adventurer and all that so yeah mm-hmm. and I just you know all those bits and pieces of lore or things or kind of characters and stuff that I kind of learned some of them are around and some of them are in the comics and some are not and some were new to the show and I kind of deal with a lot Basically. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's like it's it's like like the one that's gonna hurt the most right now is gonna be the comic. It's gonna be the the comic book stuff, and like the one that I think that's gonna be like the one that's gonna, that I think that's gonna be of note is gonna be re- the reissues of the stuff from the seventies and the early nineties. That that stuff is like incredible. That's like one yeah. of that that stuff I'm more familiar with. But just I, unfortunately now that's gonna be the one. One day, one day I guess we, we might get to some of the things like maybe the uh at least current the adventurer and other things and all that stuff. So, That'd be good. Because because who remember, who wants to remember Conan and the Young Warriors? It's like a, that was a low point. That was a low point. And then they did like another live action TV show also called Conan the Adventurer. Uh, did they? Yes. I never heard anything of that one. All right. So anyway, anyway, moving on. 
yeah, I, th- I think that that's a that's it for um, that's it for that's it for comic our, our one comic book news bit. So it's my turn to choose. So I so I say we go to TV. Lots and lots of stuff that we just saw between the last episode and today of all things. So um, today we we saw a trailer for a couple of new series on on Disney Plus. We got to see a trailer for the new Star Wars series called Andor, which is uh, continue. What's going to be a prequel to Rogue One. And it's and they officially announced it's gonna be um, it's gonna come out on August thirty first. It looks crazy. I'm, I really want to see how this, how this all plays out. It's supposed to be like the beginning of the rebellion itself, like the very beginning, and how and how Andor is like connected to all that from the beginning. So we're gonna see a lot of like the so we're gonna see like a lot of like the the inner makings of what's going on with with the, with the rebellion and them fighting back. So I can't wait for that. And we're gonna see that on August thirty first. Unrelated to Star Wars. But also, but also somewhat tangentially related because it is a Lucas Art production. They did announce a new TV series based on the movie Willow. Yeah, it's gonna come out November thirtieth. And yes, Warwick Davis is coming back for this movie. Don't know yet if they if the if they're gonna bring back Val Kilmer, but I don't think he's in no condition to do anything right now. And let's see, they also announced uh two. They announced the Mandalorian season three starts in February. And also, in sometime in 2023, they announced a new Star Wars series called Star Wars Skeleton Crew that's supposed to star um, Jude Law. And that is the series that's been rumored to be done by, um, that, that was long rumored to be done by John Watts, a guy who's been doing Star, um, all the Spider-Man movies. So it's going to be his, it's, that's his new series. And um, yeah, looks, it looks uh, like uh, the, the premise sounds really good. It's supposed to be like, like, like. <laughs> Apparently, John Watts has a thing of like growing up and stuff like that because like you see a lot of that in, in Spider Man and Spider Man Homecoming and Spider Man No Way Home and all that stuff. So it's like it, he says it's gonna be very much in that style. So I'm like, eh, that could be interesting. So it's mm. like it's supposed to be like at the end of, the, of Return of the Jedi, like there's like maybe anything in the High Republic. Um, apparently, there was a trailer for season three of The Mandalorian. It will. It's not streamed yet. I did see a cam rip of it. It looks good, but yeah. I'm in no condition to say uh, like what's going on because like it, it it's it was muffled. It was all muffled. I saw pretty things, and there was a lot of cheering, so like I couldn't hear a lot of what was audible. Okay, it's one of those deals. Yeah. Yeah. So, any thoughts on anything that we that that was announced today at um at um at celebration at Star Wars celebration? Uh, I am curious on Andor and Skeleton Crew what they do. So, you know. See what mm-hmm. those two end up doing, and then cool. There's, I don't know. I can't remember if if season two of Mandalorian was the lesser one, or if I'm thinking something else that people were saying, like you know, was um the other one before that came that went off the rails a, a tiny bit for a time and then put itself back on the rails again. Book of uh, Book of uh, Boba Fett. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah, Book of Boba Fett. That's it. That's it. Because I'm getting, I'm getting the, the, even though they're kind of on on the same vein of like the armor look and everything and that stuff. Like, wait, Mandalorian or Book of Boba Fett? It's like, yeah, wait, one or the other, Jango Fett, it Boba is, Fett, it, all that, all that it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't help that they that that like like a third, like two thirds of the way through, like they just they just bring in the Mandalorian again, and it's a, there's a yeah. literally a Mandalorian focused episode, and I'm like, so when are we going to back to Boba Fett, man? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, so anyway, yeah, that's it's cool that it's getting a third season. So see what the, the, yeah, they they and they also did announce that also Ahsoka is coming out in twenty twenty three without no date, and that's that's gonna be really good, especially for one of my nieces who really really loves Ahsoka. She even dressed up as her for Halloween. I'm like, oh my god, you like the most thing ever. 
Didn't they get what's her what's her name for um a, to play a stalker Tano? I forget the name of her. Uh, let's look at her face. Uh, well, Sonia Dawson. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say because I was blanking on the name, but I was sort of remembering in the back of my mind, and it wasn't clicking. Yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was with Sonia Dawson because she did it in season two of The Mandalorian. She also was in Book of Boba as well, and I'm like, yeah, that's that's perfect. When I saw her, I'm like, yo, it's perfect right there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. All right, so yeah, I'm I'm excited for for all of these. And it's 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 interesting that we're seeing all these Star Wars and like tangentially also this this um this LucasArts thing with with Willow. That we're finding that we're seeing all this, and then later tonight, like around like midnight or tomorrow for like for most people that are saying they're gonna start, that's when uh, Obi Wan drops. So it's like it's, it's gonna be if you're star, if you're really into Star Wars, now is a really good time to like check things. And our final bit of streaming news is that we finally got also a. Date. We also got a trailer for um, for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law. It is going to start on August seventeenth on Disney Plus, and um, it looks fucking hilarious. I'm down with it. It looks kind of cool because it's like you know, it's it's going to be the whole deal of like, yeah, they're not going to beat around the bush too much. It's like they're going to get straight into the thing of like her getting used to being She-Hulk and having fun and that stuff, and being oh, uh, having fun. Super- and there's and a super chicken being Jennifer Walters and all that fun deal. So you know. Yeah, I I, I just want them to do. I want I, I just want them to do like like just like like I want them to just have a fight in the courtroom, which it looks like like in in some scenes you can see like that they're fight, that there's fighting in the courtroom. Like yes, please, that's all I want. I want stupidity in the courtroom. I want courtroom like stupidity and it just them just escalating things with superpowers. Like perfect, thank you, please. Because yeah, so because she, she she's represented either heroes and villains alike, and like mm-hmm. people in like courtroom. Because it's either between her or usually Matt Murdock, also, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. That's so. Like one of the big rumors is yeah, they're gonna bring they're gonna bring Charlie Cox back again for it to be in She Hulk to be like a, to be like a rival to be a rival for for Jennifer Walters. Yeah. And um and the, the other big they did, the other big thing that got announced around this time was that they said Wong is coming back from <laughs> Doctor Strange and also. From um, Chang Shi, where we got to see him take the abomination. So we're gonna figure out, like, wait a minute, what was he doing with the abomination the last time in, in Chang Chi? So, so we're gonna yeah. see a lot. And then, we, yeah, we got to see, we got to see the abomination come back. Tim Roth is back as as the abomination. He's he has a, he has the ability to transform back and forth. So it's gonna be interesting. And yeah, it it looks fun. Like I said, like it's funny and it's like they're gonna, and I, I do like the fact it's like they're leaning in also, also a little bit on the sex. Where it's like this, at the very end of the, tra- the trailer, you see him just like carry this dude, and it's like all, all I can think of is like this is gonna fucking awaken some some fetishes on, in some people. I just know it will. That's what that's what I remember the whole bit of her having fun because she's like at the same time she's because she's obviously in control of everything. She's like he can be a bit of a flirt and all that stuff, and that's kind of feel too without any shame about it. So yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's just just at the end of that trailer, she just carries this this dude, but she's like carrying him like like a baby. I'm like somewhere out there, someone, someone's like that pic, that that picture, like that 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 meme picture of like just that picture from Deviant Art where the, the guy where the guy just post. God, I, I wish that was me. Mm. <laughs> I can't wait because it's like I love the character. I love the character of She Hulk herself. That she looks really cool. I, I looks really funny. And I, like I said, I just really want to check this out right here. It did say it did say it's gonna be the longest of all these these Disney Plus uh, TV shows. Like usually, usually a lot of them are like four like six episodes. This is gonna be ten episodes. So I don't know. It's gonna be ten episodes in thirty minute chunks or ten one hour episodes. My theory: it's gonna be ten 
ep- it's gonna be ten episodes in three in one hour in in thirty minute chunks. Anything we're gonna have like an, an hour, like I have like two episodes a week when that when that when that drops. And there's also it's also interesting. I didn't I didn't realize this. So like right now, um, this will, this will mark the first time that, that they're gonna have a Marvel series and a Star Wars series going at the same time. That oh. usually there is no overlap when they when they do these when they do these shows. So. She from the start, and they're gonna be like th- they're gonna be at least three episodes in, and then Andor is gonna start. And if they, if it's gonna be one episode a week for ten episodes, we're gonna go through the entire thing of Andor and back, and Shield, and also Shield as well will still be on as well. So it's like that's gonna be interesting that like they're gonna have both of these shows going on to, going at the same time. Huh. So like that only leaves us with one last thing, and that's movies. <laughs> Um, recently, like this was something they announced. A couple, like this is something that that was found out by the by the fans, but it wasn't official until recently. Fathom Events, who do like special one night only events here in the United States, I don't know if they do those events in your neck of the woods, um, Rob, but they announced that they're going to do a two night event for GI Joe the movie, starting I believe I think it, I think it was um, June twenty third and mm. Saturday's July twenty fifth. And it's gonna be the the July twenty third one is going to be a seven o'clock showing, and the Saturday and the Saturday uh the Saturday one on the twenty fifth is gonna be a is gonna be a one o'clock showing in the afternoon, and it's the original GI Joe the movie we've 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 seen this before I think we're gonna be we're gonna have a, a long discussion <laughs> about this in the next in the next couple of months. I might go watch well, this. When, I... when we get to GI Joe, it's, 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 it's gonna be so much stuff to get from him, that deal. And we discussed we discussed this entire in like our in our Discord server what was going on like, like we have our theories and stuff like that but it's a it isn't I have my issues with it but uh, like I'll go watch it yeah yeah I mean I I could I could like say more on it but it's like I remember also like then again like uh, like many moons ago and it's like that might have been like ten or eight or something years ago I don't know how many years ago now remember. There was a series done by two mutual uh, friends called Anime Movie Night or all that stuff, and they did a double feature of the G.I. Joe movie and the Transformers movie one time. Uh-huh. Ages ago. Yeah. And like, even, if I, even, if, even if I didn't know anything about G.I. Joe at that point in time and all that stuff back then, I could still appreciate it because I knew the voice actors in some regards and I, the animation was familiar and all that stuff, and I knew kind of what the deal with some of the characters was. Yeah, it's like but, it's it's pretty box standard. Like they don't they don't really they don't really tell you much because they they think they do like kind of exposition dump as they tell you like what's what's going on with everything, or they pretty much like pretty much tell you to piece everything together as they're going along. It's like yeah, you wouldn't know what Serpent who Serpentor is exactly, but you know like he's like a bigger bad than Cobra Commander, and Cobra Commander is a big bad yada 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 so stuff like that. Yeah, we'll we'll, and they, we'll get to on that one day because yeah, Serpentor is one of those. He's one of those weird deals kind of though. So we got some we got some trailer dumps. We gotta talk about some trailers. <laughs> we got two trailers dumped on I believe Monday. Uh we got this first trailer was the first trailer we got to see was Mission Impossible Dead Reckoning Part One, which will come out in twenty twenty three. Um I'm pre- I'm pretty sure they were gonna they're gonna attach the of uh, uh the trailer to the new Top Gun movie, but yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a, it's a Mission Impossible movie. Um Tom Cruise is doing some impossible shit per usual, why am I surprised? But I find it interesting. Yeah. It's like as I'm watching the trailer, it seems to like he's doing like the best of bits of all the movies. Like hmm. you, get, you get to see, like because like there's there's a there's a there's a train sequence that we see, and it's like oh that's from that's from Mission Impossible One. And he's doing he's doing the leap off the motorcycle. That's from Mission Impossible Two and stuff like that. So I'm like I don't know if they're like paying homage to like the other movies. 
So I'm pretty sure they are, but it's like if this is like the supposedly their last couple of movies, then yeah, why not? Why not just go back to the well of like the better, of the better stunt and more spectacular parts of the movies? Yeah, and... I mean they've done some crazy ones over the years, but yeah, there's going to be a point where it's like they've got to hit a a roof, I guess, or something eventually. Yeah, so it's like I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure they're going to hit that roof soon if they if they're if they're not going to if they're not going to continue this this if they if the after Dead Reckoning is. So they said Dead Reckoning 1 comes out in 2023, and then 2024 comes out Dead Reckoning Part 2, so yeah. Uh, we also got a trailer, or later that day, we got to see a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. We discussed a lot about the, we, we, like, we didn't discuss much of the trailer, because uh, last time, but to be honest, the last trailer was just that. It was just a trailer that was just showing us stuff. Here, at least, now we get to see a lot more of the plot about what's going on now. We get to see a little bit more, not so much, but we get to see like more of what's going on. Yep, like namely uh, Chris Hemsworth being practically stripped naked in front of a uh, the a court of the new gods and all that stuff, like the, the Greek gods and all that. Yeah, so we're gonna see that. And then it was basically like, "You took off too much." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So th- th- nothing beats going nude right in front of fucking Russell Crowe. We also got to see Russell Crowe like, like, because I think last time, like, last time we saw him, it's not seen from the back, but now we got to like see him like for realsies, and it's like, okay, yeah, that's a. That's Russell Crowe, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm like, I'm, I'm really ha- like, I think I said last time or last episode, like, Takia Watiti did an incredible job with the Thor uh, Ragnarok, and I'm really down yeah. with like with with more with more Thor, and it's like, I like, and you know, it's really cool what they're doing with with Jane Foster. How, how her, I want to see how her character is gonna play out in this in this next in this movie. Same with Valkyrie as well. Supposedly Valkyrie and, and Jane Foster can have a like, huge huge role in this movie, so. I want to see how how they play out, and yeah, it's it's a movie, and we also got to see Gore the the God Butcher it looks scary, but then when yeah, I figured out like yeah, uh, Christian Bale all of a sudden it's like so, you know, a a a uh, a Dark Knight or something is back. Yeah, it's the, the like, the, like I keep forgetting that that guy is can can blend himself to like whatever fucking role he does because he looks absolutely nothing like he how he did in other movies. But then I forget he was uh he he was Dick Cheney. You know, in the movie, in the big, in the, in the, in the big, uh, in what? The big loss. He was Dick Cheney and he had to like gain a lot of weight. He was like a big old boy when he had to do that. And then like he did the, he did the mechanist also where he was like really fucking like, he was, he was like, like 98 pounds. And then they had to like, and then immediately after making that, they had to put up, they had to like make Batman Begins. So they had to like literally buff him up and like, in like six, like three months to like do it. Yeah, it's the craziest it's, thing. We, it's the craziest thing. We be something going from like one extreme to the other, like in like in like that frame of time, and it's like what the hell? Yeah, it's just, and that's and that's in the and it's like I said, like being nine, and like it's not ninety pounds. Like you know, he has muscles though. He's ninety ninety pounds, and like he is sickly. Like he looks very sick, and then he has to go from that to being like to being an Adonis in three months. Yeah, it's like that's not how that There's there are scenes in Batman Begins where you see like we we see Christian Bale like you know buffed buffed out and stuff like that. It's like yeah, how the fuck did you do that? Man? And it's no it's no surprise here. It's like he's wearing all this weird makeup and he looks all creepy and stuff. And like oh yeah yeah, he, he's a total chameleon and I really fucking. I mean, is that probably the same deal for sort of like uh, what's his name when he did the Batman like uh, Chris Pattinson? Oh, Robert Pattinson? Nah, no, nah, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson was was, was like he's like whatever, dude. Like, give me the script, let me just do it. Or was he just nope. always like naturally kind of like kind of like a 
bulky punk dude. Yeah, he was always he was always like that. They just kind of they kind of like they 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 had to give him a little bit more girth. That's about it. Well, well, the, the one, the one, the other thing the, I remember the, off the top of my head was like Twilight Night, but you know, so. Well, he's shirtless in a lot of those scenes as well, but <laughs> so it's like, yeah, he look, he looks, he looks, he's a, he's a looker in those movies. But the one that, yeah. the one that, the one that I think you should be more asking yourself is Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell went from like Colin Farrell to like the Penguin, and like, holy shit, that's the one. That's the one you should be asking a question. Like Colin Farrell went that I didn't even, like, I didn't even know. I completely forgot it was Colin Farrell at times. Like, oh shit, that's right, it was. Colin. And that wraps it up for our new segment. Um, is there anything else in the news that, that caught your attention before we move on to our next uh, segment? Uh, nope. I pretty much caught like little bits of things before we started anyway, so I think that was the only stuff that I, mean, started, I found was that little bit of gaming news, so nope. Yeah, that popped up like literally as we were about to, like literally as I hit start, you like we both saw the same thing at the same time, so like holy moly. Yeah, because Nintendo of America tweeted something, it's like, uh, people's suspicions were right, so you know. Mm-hmm. They definitely have something to announce. Yeah. Uh, well, actually, like, you know, as an aside really quick, like, you know, they are due for a, a Nintendo Direct, like, soonish now that they're not going to do an E3. So, like, we might have to see, we might see one, like, in, like, July. Yeah. Thing. Anyways, that's oh my God, the I just point. realized. I just realized. Sorry. Um, no sign of Super Mario RPG yet again. I don't know what's going on with that. It's like. I don't know what's going on. It's on, the, it's on the Super Nintendo Classic, but it's not on the Switch, on, the Nintendo Switch Online thing. And people are like. Sometimes shouting at them or whatever about it, like put it on or something. I I've given up hope that they put anything anything remotely good on that thing. Well, because also people are like wondering, like, where is Chrono Trigger? Because we got the Chrono Cross one on Switch now. Or like, where's Final Fantasy three, aka Final Fantasy six? That was also on the Nintendo uh, on the Nintendo Mini on the NES on the SNES Mini. Yeah, weirdness. So it's like yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't know what's what, what's going on with Nintendo sometimes, but we do know what's up. With, we we do know what's up, and that is what we've been what we've been up to. What have we been watching? What have we been reading? What have we been playing? What have we been doing? What's the other? Robin, per usual, you you start off you start us off because you are the co-host with the most, so the floor uh, is yours. Okay, let me think. Um, in terms of reading, nothing particular new lately. Watching wise. Not too much, but this one actually just as a little side thing. I was, uh, I said about on our Discord server just recently that um, I poked around on Hasbro's uh, YouTube channel. And I remembered, oh yeah, I've got a few episodes of GI Joe that they had uploaded that I had forgotten to randomly get to. Like just ones that when they uploaded them in batches, I just watched certain ones at the time because just you know I didn't want to spend like a whole night just watching GI Joe episodes. And I was like, oh yeah, wait, which ones have I not watched? And it's like, okay, this, 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 and that, and that, and that, and that. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to go through and watch these now, and the episodes work, because they even post them on, I believe, under, yeah, Nostalgia, and basically that was The Invaders. Mm-hmm. A dumb, funny episode that looked, there's pretty, there was pretty much an episode with that plotline in Action Man, by the way. I am not fucking kidding about that. The Spy Who Booked Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one the was most the dangerous episode. thing. Hmm? Mm-hmm. You won. The most dangerous thing in the world. Ninja Holiday. Oh god! And into your tent, I will silently creep. Oh my god! I'm watching. Go on. No, that's it. That's those five episodes. Say what you want about them. Uh, Ninja Holiday, man. That is that's an episode and a half, man. Jesus Christ! I remember I was watching it once. So I was like, I remember watching it like a few months back. It was like 
I don't know why I was like trying to look for like random episodes, and I was just like, I'm gonna see this random episode that's not uploaded, and I just saw this episode like somewhere else, and I was like, wow, this is an episode. This is like one of the weird ones. I I, I would say the same. I would say the same thing about Into Your Talent. I, I will silently creep as well, though. What was that one? Because it starts off as one of the most weirdest things of like, so Joe start loading items around the base and all this stuff. And there's some kind of weird shit going on. It's like, oh, people don't think anything of it at first, but then. Cross country gets a little bit antsy about and decides to uh, stalk out, like leaving a uh, a uh, cassette player out. And lo and behold, it gets swiped by a fucking mutant. Uh, I don't know. I think what they call them, is it? But they're like mutated, like kind of like rat robot dude things or something that Mindbender had made or something. What? Or no, wait, Destro made, Destro made, Destro made. Yeah, and they would just come through the vents. They would come through, and then they, they would swipe around Vine because Corporal Commander was hoping to get info and intelligence on the jaws just randomly by swiping shit. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then at the same time, he was also building because he was having like an underground mine operation like literally mining gold and all this shit. He was forming the coil as well. Mm. If that rings any bells in your head now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that yeah, was yeah. the whole deal with that. And then like the whole episode of like Cross Country came across that whole deal and it's like, so that's what the fuck is going on in, like, in the end. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a part of I was like, why would you like random items? Just I don't know how that works, but okay, cool, whatever. I'm. I, I mean, know, if like, you get a book or like a computer disc or something, I mean that's fair. But at the same time, it's like, who, who wants to who I wants to fucking who wants to go fucking who wants to look at fucking uh, shipwreck spank spank uh, spank book, man? Seriously. Yeah. I wouldn't want to do that. It's disgusting. Speaking of which, the most dangerous things in the, the most dangerous thing <laughs> in the world. I'm pretty sure that that's the episode where Lifeline. Dial tone and shipwreck get promoted to, uh, yeah, they, they, they get, yeah, they get, they get, they, 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 they all become leaders, and it's like the four, the four worst people you can, the three worst people you can think of, yeah, all for varying reasons, and Hawk knows exactly why because it's also he has to, he has to prove promotions in the GI Joe ranks and that kind of stuff, and it just seems very out of weird fuckery deal all of a sudden that it just happened. Yeah, it's just because it's a because co- it's a cobra scheme, so you know. Yeah, it's a cobra scheme. They're like cobra's like, look, we get to disrupt the chain of command if we start saying that Duke Flint, Sergeant Slaughter, uh, uh, what's his face, um, uh, God, Beachhead, and are like are not in control. And you make like the three most incapable people in the world, the communication expert, the the drunk sailor, and the pacifist uh, medic to like be like be leaders. I'm like, yeah. That's a good uh-huh. way. That's a good way. Yeah, it's a good way to like scroll command right there. Yeah, Especially and also the dr- same thing. The funny thing. The funny thing I remember because I because I remember that episode fairly recently, just seeing it. Um, the thing was I remember is that I've also um, when I was watching the episode, uh, I saw Duke in the background just running around half the time, not even really like doing anything. But like Duke wasn't even like thinking about taking command of shit at the time too, because like he's second second highest dude technically underneath Hawk usually. So I, was like, oh, I, I don't know. Sometimes the chain of command of GI Joe is weird, man. I swear to God. Yeah, no, but, I mean, but I mean, it got it got laid out in, in the in you know a rise to Pentrol like part one, like how it goes. It's like Hawk, Duke, Flint, then Beachhead. And Sergeant so, Sarah comes in. And he's like, yeah, I I, I top all, I top mo- I top most of you guys also. He top he tops most of them when he goes in brute strength, but he's probably like he's probably around Beachhead's level on the chain of command. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, um. The Spy Who Booked Me, that was just an overly stupid, obviously, James Bond slash yeah, it was um, James Bond, James Bond episode. Um, send up. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was an episode where it's like like the this this um this this um James Bond dude is trying to hit on Lady J and the Flint ain't having any of it. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and this dude just having like a resource of like gadgets or things, mm-hmm. and he's got this all this suave, um, you know, British sounding dude voice and all this kind of deal. Yeah, it's like and if, if really gets, like, his car gets wrecked, he gets another car delivered to him in his motel. So yeah, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. Mi six has that budget. Trust me. Also, do you actually realize who's voicing him? Was it it? Uh, was it? It was took it me a little to pick up on the voice. Hmm? Was it Peter Cullen? No, 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 no. It's the same dude who does Dead End from the Stundercons. Oh. Like, what do you think again? about it? Like, this is like, like very, like, very friendly, hello, intelligent British voice, you know? Mm-hmm. It's the same dude who does Dead End from the, yeah, yeah, Dead End from the Stundercons, the fancy Porsche dude. I am linking, I'm like, I have to Google, I have to like, Google this. Philip Clark? The Mar- hmm? Philip Clark? Is that it? Yeah. What, Generation 1? Yeah, Phil Phil Clark, um, Doctor Go in Challenge of the Gobots. Wait, um, huh. are, are you thinking of? Um, are you thinking of tracks? What? What? No, I no, I'm very sure it's Dead End. Yeah, I just I'm very sure it's the same dude voice because Michael McConaughey does tracks. So nope. Yeah. But what, yeah, what's, but, your, what's your brain put a piece together? I I'm I'm blanking out, man. Well, if you, well, if you ever want to hear his voice, you could hear him like a bit in uh, Masquerade from se- from uh, season two of Generation One, like you know when he's rambling at uh, you know uh, at breakdown for like the word breakdown is mortifying my sentiments exactly after them all being wrecked and being towed off to uh, the Autobots' little hideaway base. Mm-hmm. It's like they got the Sunnicon. It's like yeah, you fuckers aren't going anywhere. You're coming with us for now. You know, never mind the fact that God. In the key to Vector Sigma, it was the other way around that the Sonicons could like smash them around. I was like, all of a sudden, now the bots could actually get something of a handle and trash them on occasions if they really want to. That's just so weird. Yeah, it's Phil. It's it's Philip L. Clark as the voice of uh, as uh, as Asian Burke. Mm. Yeah, it, it should be the same dude who did yeah, yeah for yeah. Dead End. Yeah, I'll look it up as well. Yeah, I, I'm I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at I'm, I, I I was looking at like. I was looking. I'm looking. I'm looking at IMDb as we speak. Anyways. Yeah. Anyway, tangent. Uh, yeah. What was I saying? Uh, yeah, GI Joe episode. I'm. Um, 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 sorry. Let's see. Uh, watching. That's that. Yeah. So that was a thing I did. I so I've cleared those up because I haven't uploaded any more episodes since. So I, I think, think they put everything up there. I think that they just. I think they're missing a few episodes from season two, like a few more, few more episodes in the back end. But other than that, they're practically done. Yeah. I get confused with some of the terminology when I hear season two for GI Joe because when I think season two, I think like season two is technically like the first season. Oh, okay, so yeah, I know what you mean. Because, because, because you, know, you know the two miniseries beforehand that came before. Yeah, so, so I was gonna say it's like yeah, yeah that sounds about right because I was like uh, then, I, then I should say technically it'll be like season three. Yeah, but they call it the second season because it, that's what it is in terms of the uh, you know the full-on proper seasons, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, playing stuff, not too much particular. I, I've i gotten stuck on 150cc for uh, Special Cup for OG Mario, Mario Kart and Super Nintendo. I don't know when I'll be able to do that because I, even when I think I'm getting somewhere, it's like there's still that water hop jump over the bridge and all that stuff and all this thing on the first course. And it's like, uh, it's just going to be a pain in the rear. Like, yeah, not only, not, not only that, the, the computer... <laughs> The computer knows how to slingshot itself to like get 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 to you, so it's like it's it's cheating. It's obviously cheating. It knows it. It's yeah, it, 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 it's, it's it's super cheating and all that stuff. Like even like on occasions when like 
I like did like we round on like a safe state thing to like get like a better item sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like when you run over the item blocks, it's like sometimes I'll get something better, sometimes I get something worse, and like yeah, just fuck. Well, not just that. It's like um, like man, it's like just like that's just like it was just, like you have to like they want you to like not rely on on the items and like expect you like to take the take like the tightest turn you can. Like they want you to they want you to be immaculate with your driving, which, which is. On one hand, it's fine, but on the other, it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'm equipped for that. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think what else. In terms of buying stuff or anything else in particular of note, uh, not too much. But actually, yesterday when I was out and about, I actually found, and I just decided, what the fuck, I'm just going to get it. I just decided, you know what, House of the Dead, the physical thing, rabbit. Yep, take it home. Hmm. And you already so, yeah. you already have the game uh, downloaded, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. But it's so, still yeah. just nice to have the little version with the uh, little fancy little uh, you know like uh, case with the thing on the front where it's like kind of a mockery of the whole thing, like when the zombie starts to like burst through like a wooden door or something, you know? Yeah. Does that whole deal? So did they do any? Did they do any new updates recently for the game? Uh, when I tried putting in the physical version after I just sorted that out and that kind of thing, and like removed the old data from the download one. Nope, that's the most recent version that seems to be out. So, okay. yeah, the physical one is actually it's actually up to date so far, for now. All right, so like most likely more content in the like because they, they said they are going to put more content in the future. So it's like yeah, yeah. Maybe, like, and the only other thing that got I think was not not this time, but the previous time I was there, which might have been a weekish or more back. I got a set for uh for a series for Blu-ray for cheaper than I expected because I did the math on it and I think I'm I can't remember if I said this the last time on season three. But if you know the the British uh series, live action series of Merlin. Yes. Uh yeah, I got a set for that on Blu-ray now to replace the DVD ones because uh it'll also be a nicer quality. But yeah, when I did the math on getting it, it was like it's reduced by a bit and it's like good deal. It's a good deal. That's so, yeah, so I've got that, and that's the only other thing, because I haven't really been buying overly much and trying to save up for a future convention coming up and other things I might potentially need money for anyway. So, yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right. And that's it for me. How about you, Ramsey? Go ahead with yours. Well, um, not really much on my end. You would think I would, you think, I wanted to watch a few things. I wanted to actually watch the new uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers movie, because I've heard how much of a train wreck it is, but I didn't because i just got lazy because like i was i've been worried i've been working on other stuff on the side obviously i've been working on my i've been working i've been doing stuff for the podcast for saint sale cosmo cast i've been doing stuff on the side i've been watching the episodes i've been doing all this stuff for the for the series and um not only that i'm doing stuff also for um another podcast i'm going to be on as well i can't really talk mm-hmm. about it too much just yet but I'm going to be doing a few guest spots on, a, on another podcast soonish. So I've been doing a lot of my homework on that. I won't mention which ones until we are finalized. But it looks like all we're all, we all about confirmed. But I don't know when they're going to be putting that stuff up and when we're going to do the recordings. But all I got to say is like, um, it's, uh, I, I, like when, when, when I was approached to do some of these things, it was insane. I picked the most insane things we, I can think of, and we are. And once, I, once, once we, uh, once we agreed on it, he, my, me, and the other, and the co-host were like, "Yeah, let's fucking do this," because he wanted to do something insane as well. So, yeah, let's, let's see what let's see how this turns out. So, let's let's, let's see how this turns out. Uh, what have I been playing? 
Uh, oh yeah, I've also been I've also been watching Spy Family per usual because like I, mean, I love that series so much. I think it's the most I think it's my favorite. Like I can I can safely say it's my anime of two thousand twenty two, unless there's something better that comes out between now between now and then at the end of this year. But I sincerely doubt it. It's I so I still say this is like my favorite. This is my favorite thing so far. It's adorable and it's fun. I'm I'm really digging it. So I can't wait to keep watching it. Um. In terms of what I've been playing, like thanks to the, they updated the Pokemon Home recently, and they updated it so you can actually put play start using it with Pokemon, um, Pokemon Legends Arceus and Pokemon Shining Ch- 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 Diamond and Pearl. So yeah. ye- I've been I've been doing a lot of stuff in that. I've been doing a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff in those games to um just to just to like so for so play around and like you know get my Pokedex like filled up filled out and all that stuff in. Uh, in Pokemon RCS, now that I have like a Pokemon, now I have now, now I can play some Pokemon that are like like um very good, like some like good ass Pokemon. I can like I'm starting to like breeze through like most of the game now, and I can't wait to go back to that when once we're done like recording. In terms of what I've been buying, uh, let's see, like let's uh, have let's have another edition of Ramsey's Lego Corner. I brought a new set from the new movie of Thor: Love and Thunder. I brought uh, a set from the. I brought another set from the from Lightyear. I brought um, Buzz Lightyear's ship. Looks really awesome. It kind of it kind of reminds me of an R wing in, in a way. It looks like it looks like an R wing when you when it's fully constructed. I'll I'll I'll, show, I'll post pictures later. But it's like it looks like a it looks like an R wing. And I'm 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 in love with it. I'm I am so in love with this uh, with this. Uh, I'm so in love with this build. And the final thing I brought was because I saw it on on Amazon for like ten like like ten bucks. And I had to pick up because uh, I love the I love the Speed Star series, which is basically they make like real cars in, in Lego form. And they had a Toyota Supra. They had a Toyota Supra, and I picked that up for like ten bucks. And uh, yeah, because like I, I I'm really into like the Speed Stars line, and uh, and like this year's really been this really been been hitting out of park. That Toyota Supra is like one of my favorite builds, second only to like the Toyota to the to the Countach. They have a they have a Lamborghini Countach. And like later on this year, supposedly they're gonna start doing like movie stuff, and they announced um, James Bond on uh, Aston Martin DB6 and Dom's um, Dom's uh, Ford Charger from Fast and the Furious. Mm. So I, I can't wait! I can't wait for I can't wait for those to come out when I, when I get my hands on it, especially the especially the, the Aston Martin because that is a, that is a sexy sexy machine. Very sexy machine, and then and, and like it, they like they showed off the, the build, and it showed off like it's gonna have a Daniel Craig build, uh, like a minifigure. I'm like, yes, give me all of that. Mm. And other than that, not much really. Like, um, I haven't been reading much. I haven't, like I said, like like most of the time, I've, I've just been doing like work with like with, with the podcast with um, Saint Seiya Cosmo Cast, and also doing stuff with here as well with um. With, with with um, I've been also doing stuff on the on the also in the background as well for the show as well. But for the most part, like it, it's like I've been trying to take it easy, and um, just been trying to trying to do as much as I trying to do as much as I can. But I'm trying also like space everything out as well. So like I said, like like next episode there might be a lot of things. There may not be a lot of things. I don't know. Well, yeah, depending on what next episode is and less stuff anyway, because we'll say at the end anyway. What's what the the deal is anyway. Yeah, I, we discussed. We were discussed it already beforehand. Where it's just like we like we were discussed, but we can we can reiterate it at the end. So um, why don't we get started with our main topic this week? You wanna you wanna you wanna tackle you wanna tackle you wanna tackle our, our topic? 
Yeah, well, the year the year nineteen ninety two. Uh, that's uh, oh boy, that's gonna be an interesting one. And uh, where do we begin, Ramsey? We got we got like the news. We got a whole bunch of sections and a whole bunch of uh, games and things and like stuff for we divided, this we divided it, we divided it four sections and two and one of those sections has two sub sub subsections as well. So we have movies, TV, video games, and comic books. The TV one has has two subsections has. TV shows that premiered that year and TV shows that ended that year. So, mm. um, I say why don't we start off with the shortest one, which is actually the the one I think it's gonna take us the least amount of time because like there is a lot here. And I say why don't we take the TV? So TV. So starting on January first, we started we started off things with Nick Arcade. Any thoughts? Uh, nope. No. Well, actually, just get on the list first and see which. You mention which things you stand to you first, and then I'll say which things jump out to me, kind of. Uh, well, everything stands out to me. That's why. So it's like for me, Nick Arcade was. Well, I loved Nick Arcade. I was like, yeah, that was that's such a great show, and uh, you know, seeing all those video games, and I realized, oh yeah, SNK fronted a lot of that show. That's why. They, that's why most of the time they're playing. Um, they're playing like um, they're playing Neo Geo games for the most part on that show. So if you're stopping mm-hmm. wondering, like, why are they like front loading this like with like SNK games? Like, oh, that's front loaded. And they were giving away a lot of prizes, and that's how they got like, their fun, like, foothold into like the market. It was like they 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 want they wanted kids to like be aspirational and like just give it away on shows like that. Um, January thirty first, we had Capital Critters, which is just like, this and another show that's coming right after on February twenty eighth. Fish places like you want to talk about you want to talk about bombs. There's your bombs right there, man. Jesus Christ! I remember watching those shows. And I'm like, oh wow, this, this is a good reason why these shows like failed. Um, March fourth, we had the young Indiana Jones Chronicles very first episode, and I believe like those that that show was like done like like they would like they would do it irregularly because like they try to make it each episode like like a movie, so mm. they would have like irregular t- they would air the show they would do episodes irregularly so you wouldn't have like so you would have to like wait like long periods of time for between episodes, but everyone like really enjoyed. April sixth, we got the we got everyone's favorite TV show Barney and Friends. Mm. Yeah, that's yes. just Barney. It's a, just, it's, a, it's, a, it's a thing. It's a thing that was around for a time, and you know, started then. It's still, it's still on. I, I was like, I, I was watching. T- I was watching with my. I was watching TV with my niece, and it, just, it was on. I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm not like one of those. I'm not a, I'm not a Barney hater, but I'm like, eh. But it's one of those things where it's like, it's notable because like it's, it's this is now. It's been 20 years now. Like, I'm pretty sure this is 30 years now. I'm pretty sure someone grew up with this now. Like, that's the scary part. Um. We got we skip all the way to July eighth, which is a very interesting because like usually they don't, they don't do these type of things on TV nowadays, and that's just a show in the middle of summer. They don't do that here in the United States, and that's what the, the drama Melrose Place. Um, it's a drama. It lasted a very long time. People really liked it. They did a remake not too long ago on the, on the CW, and that's it. <laughs> okay, August fifteenth, you had a choice of either watching Are You Afraid of the Dark or the Larry Sanders Show. Um, are you afraid of dark? I I don't know. I was not really a fan. I'm not really a big fan of types of shows. I'm not really a big fan of like um, Goosebumps like that. It's not, it's not that they were scary. It's just like ah, this is not really my this is not really my jam. Wait wait wait, Goosebumps? Yeah, I'm not I'm not really a big fan of. Wait, 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 are we thinking? Am I thinking of the same one from R.L. Stein or what? yes, yes you are. It's a very similar show. I to remember, wait, I'm wait because now I'm thinking back into my memory over here that. Uh, Emperor of the Dark. Da, 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 da. Goosebumps, I think, got its own thing later on, didn't it? Yeah, in '96, it had its own TV show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, 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 okay. 
Yep. 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 Six ninety five. Okay. I forgot when, but it was it was much later. Yeah, I was just thinking was... when because I was thinking into my memory like when was that? So you know. But also too, okay. it's like I, I also too we, we were a family that grew up watching the Twilight Zone, and I was like I would rather watch a Twilight Zone if I wanted to see something like this. I yeah, still would, as a matter of fact. Like I, I still would like rather just watch a, like a Twilight Zone episode, or even like Tales of the Crypt. Man, I love I love me some Crypt. Wait, when was Tales of the Crypt Keepers? That well? was. That was, I think, a year later in 93. But... 92 is one of those weird years, isn't it? Yeah, so it's like it's, yeah. it's too early for some things, but it's also like way too late for some things. Because like, I, I do believe um, Tales of the Crypt was like 80, it was like 1990. I thought it started in 92, but I was like, no, the, the original Tales of the Crypt was like 1990. And like I said, Larry Sanders' show is really good because it's, it's a show within the show. It's a talk show where Gary Shanley played a, played a, um, played, 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 um, played uh, Larry Sanders a talk show host, and he would do a talk show. With like real actors playing his character, it's weird, but it's interesting. It's an interesting show. It's a very, very mm-hmm. interesting show, and like it's a show that I eventually, like as I was got older, I started enjoying more. Same thing with how I am with Curb Your Enthusiasm, where it's like when I was like when I when I was because that show started when I was eighteen. I was like, I don't get show. I don't. I want to see more jackass. I want to see more people getting hit in the groin. And as I got older, I'm like, oh hell yeah, let's go. Let's watch him. Let's watch. Let's watch Larry B. Would be a complete, a complete piece of shit. But the same thing here too. It's like I don't, I didn't really learn to appreciate the Larry Sanders show until I was much older, and I find that show phenomenal. Speaking of phenomenal TV shows, September fifth, Batman the animated series started then, which makes it now at least practically forty years old. Yes, it is. That's sinking. Yeah, that, that's sinking. But yeah, it's an inc- like the, the, the like we we like we. We can talk. We can talk to the cows come home about that show, but we'll we'll, we'll get but to that. We, yeah, we're, we're just we're just we're touching on these all these things that here, like instead of like a big in depth thing today. So yeah, yeah. But all I gotta say is like it's an incredible show. If you have not watched it, please watch it. There's there is no bad episodes. Even the bad episodes are good. Like they're like, they're at least like they're passable. Where like I'm not. I was, I'm not, I was I gonna say. I was gonna say regarding it is with Batman the animated series is that it also started to set a really good thing for. DC and WB like doing a thing with regards to really good like DC animated shows and stuff around this period as well. Yeah, it was like it, this was like their first show ever since 1988 with um, Superman. Because hmm. then it's like the the series that the, the they there was at the time like Superman was made by Ruby Spears, and then they they opened up their animation that uh, Warner Bros opened up their animation TV animation studio. When they did um when they, when they did Tiny Toons and then from Tiny Toons they made this is like their second big project after Tiny Toons, so it's like yeah they like this is like this is a huge a huge undertaking for 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 Warner Brothers Animation because and correct me if I'm wrong with for Batman sorry did they get TMS involved with this yes, series on like yes, Legends or what yeah yes they did yes they did okay that's what I thought. Like, because I know because I know the other interesting thing with this series is. Acom was sometimes brought in to do stuff, but then eventually they, they got fired because of their mm-hmm. shoddy work. Sometimes. Oh yeah, they got they got. They, 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 I think they, 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 that's where all that stuff came from. It's like okay, bye bye animation career studio, idiots, you're out. We'll yeah, see. pretty literally. I think they they did, I think they did like two art. They do they did like three episodes, and they never came back because like the the guys were like, no, we want this is supposed to be like animation. We're actually going to air it in like at, during the evening. And it's interesting because, like, um, here in the United States, they actually did air Batman animated series for like a brief time, on like on on the evenings just before The Simpsons, and it outdid The Simpsons in rating the times. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I could see why anyway, because like, it's just it's just a really good 
Batman theories, and it's just hard to ever like come close to topping because, like you said before, before that, and Marvel had a similar problem too. That like the the seventies and eighties period with some of the animation shows, not all of them, but some of them were a little bit wonky in terms of their quality, in terms of uh, the animation and the plots and all this shit and all that in general. So you know, that's a whole other big gigantic can of worms out there. Yeah, it's like the, uh, the like the the best you got at that around that time was Challenge of the Super Friends, but you know, it was good for that time, but like as things were starting to evolve and we we're starting to get like it was it was a perfect time for like this time of type of show in at this time. And we're gonna get something else right here that surprised a free, that surprised ever loading shit out of me when I when I when I discovered it. Hmm. Um also but if you had to, it so you had one of two choices. You either watch this on like the Fox on the Fox Kids Network here in the United States or you can turn on syndication and you can watch Goof Troop. Um, December 10th, we had Lamb Shops play along on PBS. December 12th, we had the Adams Family cartoon, which is not related to the Adams Family cartoon that came out in the 1970s. But this is it's different. Just like, it's just like its own standalone like um, Adams Family cartoon. And was this before or after the point when the when the, when the the two movies came out? Like Adams Family and Adams Family yeah, was after, Values right came out? It was, after, it was right after the first movie. It was right after the first one. It was, it was a Hanna Barbera. So it was probably tying into all that hype of all that yeah. renewed Adam's family. Interest. Yeah, and this was and this was more more closely based to like the actual like comic strips, and it was like the actual movies and stuff like that. Even though they did put a lot of elements from that stuff in. So I remember, I remember, I, I I don't remember much from it, but I remember it looking looking really good. I remember like I remember, I remember really liking it. It's like in, in terms of its aesthetics, it looked really cool. Um, also on September, like and I go ahead. Oh, you go first. Okay, okay. I was gonna say because I remember whenever I've seen that show, I haven't seen it in years. But like, yeah, they just like sort of like did a mix of like old and new with the, with the Adams Family one because it's like you know it's kind of cool and it's like it's obviously not like straight up Raul Julia as like uh, as uh Gomez, you know, yeah Gomez and all that. But it's like you know it's kind of more touched up. And he looks a little probably nicer than what he used to do and that kind of deal. The same, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a uh, like you know I I do wonder like if if that show held up or not. So if you have any if anybody has any thoughts on that, just like send like send us a tweet. We'll we'll, we'll check that. Yeah, out. Yeah, I have no idea. I haven't watched it. In ages. I just remember watching it probably probably many 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 moons ago. So yeah. Yeah. So speaking of stuff that we may have we may or may not have forgotten on that same day, we also got Cowboys of Moon Mesa. Never saw it. Never have any interest in it. Never watched it. But right underneath it is one that I know of. Eat the oh, cat. Eat the cat. So, yeah. That's a great show made by a uh, sat by. Like uh, Steve Savage Holland, the guy who made movies such as you know, uh, oh, one, one Crazy Summer, you know, Better Off Dead. He made those kinds of movies. He would go on to make other TV shows. But this was a, this was a, this was a, this was a, this, this was a, like, uh, this is a show. That actually, believe it or not, that I would say like I did watch, I did watch recently, and it actually did hold up. It did hold up. It did hold up really well. It's it's like some of the things actually TV... felt held up a bit, yeah, because like it's like. The cat is just one of those things where it's like he's not like a bad dude or anything. He's he's, he's just a dude trying to live his life and like yeah. all this stuff and gets into a bunch of like bad shit often. Yeah, and so, not, but, you know, and not and not just that. It's like there's like there's what I like is there's a great juxtaposition juxtaposition between the gross out like like red and stimpy humor and like just like the fast like fast like fast joke kind of humor where it's like if you that you if you're not paying attention or something that you that you would only get when you're much older. That, and then you would get what they were trying to, what they were referencing, what they were talking about, and there's a great mix of that. And I feel like that that gets lost. People are remembering more. It's like, oh my god, it's another clone of Rin Studio. No, there's more to it. Uh, and uh, yeah, definitely. And I know what you mean because it's like it's definitely a different vibe and it's a way of like compared to yeah, Rin and Stippy. But it's like also later on, as it went on, I can't remember when. It might have been in within the first year or so, or maybe afterwards. 
but they also introduced another tacked on segment which wasn't bad in this all right where it would be eat the cat and then the terrible thunder lizards as well and stuff which is basically stupid shenanigans with human dinosaurs trying to avoid uh extinction extinction by killing the humans and then dealing with a cult of uh also death source due to his voice one of the lead dudes was voiced by uh brad garrett yes and then, then there's then, then, there was and then, this stupid little conflicts going on all, all of the and time. I remember and one of my favorite ones is like sometimes they would have to bring in they have to bring in a they would bring in a character called Mr. T Rex and it's voiced by Mr. T. Mm. I don't know why I don't know why that I don't know why that pun always gets me whenever I remember it's like, oh my god, they had a character named Mr. T Rex. Voiced by Mr. T. Also, <laughs> like apart from like the standard free uh Trooper dudes, like you know the, the the special commando, like Dino dudes. There's also the general who's always like, "I know it, we dinos are doomed." <laughs> you know, he's always like, "Well, oh, fuck it, we're not gonna survive this stuff eventually." Yeah, but it's a great show, and and, and I'm just, like, it's like it's one of those shows where it's like I like I don't know who owns it at this point. I don't know if it's Bill Keop, the guy who created it, like the actual creator who done a lot of the mm-hmm. animation, or it was Steve Savage Holland that did it. But either or, those guys need to like find that find that shit out or get that shit out of like whoever owns it. Or put it on something like, somewhere someday. Yeah. Yeah. Put it put it up somewhere. I want to see more. The following day, we got King Arthur and the Knights of Justice. I've heard of it. I don't remember how much I've seen of it, but yeah, so it's a good show. It's a good show. Not, not the best show in the world, but it's like if it was one of those shows in the night. If I was watching it when I was like, if if, if I was watching it in 1992, I'd be nine years old. I'd be like, yeah. This is a pretty passable show. This is not the best show in the world. It's not Batman, but it's like if there's if there's nothing else on at the time, like, yeah, I'll watch it. Um, September sixteenth, we got Beekman's World. Either a Beekman's World, per- you're a Beekman's World kid, or you're a Bill Nye the Science Guy type of person. I was more a Beekman's World person. You know, that show, that Beekman's World was more on my jam. Um, September nineteenth, we got Renegade. <laughs> I don't know why I put that yeah. one on, but yeah, it's a long running series. Lorenzo Lamas plays 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 Renegade. He goes renegading around being a renegade. Only that I haven't watched the series. I just know he's a bounty hunter and he has a he has a Native American friend. That's about it. September nineteenth as well. You can watch Nickelodeon Guts. You have it. You have it, Rob. Do you have it? Nickelodeon Guts. I don't remember if that was a thing here or not. Mm, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a it's like a, it's like it's like, it's like a show it's like a show like like uh, Gladiators where it's like kids trying to like do like uh, trying to get through obstacle courses. At the end, they yeah, have to, I'm like, not sure if I remember that. Not honestly, like I, I can't remember seeing anything like that from a Nickelodeon brand thing like that. Yeah, over here. They, 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 didn't have any, they didn't have anything similar to that, where like kids were just going up, like going to, like trying to, like trying to, like go up obstacle courses and stuff like that. Like, and at the end, they had to go up a huge mountain called the Agro Crag. Mm. The Agro Crag. All I and... remember was there was some, there was some Nickelodeon stuff where sometimes they would do like quizzes and things, and they would get slimed or whatever. But that's the, that's the extent of what I remember. Oh, that that stuff really? like that that stuff that that's like a dime a dozen. Like, there's a really good series on um called Knickknacks that does all that covers a lot of stuff. It's just like you just described like eighty percent of their shows at that point. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then about, October thirty first, we have X Men. X Men. As a kid, I thought that came out in ninety three, but no. Let me tell you what happened. This is there's an interesting story about what happened. The first episode aired on on that day on 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 um, October thirty first. It was an incomplete episode because because uh, guess who did that episode? It was Acom. 
I, yeah, I, I, I remember reading stuff around that ACOM did the part of the pilot, and it was kind of a mess. Yeah, it was a beyond a mess where it's like they had when they had like they had no choice but to air the episode, and they aired it as like a special preview, and because and so like they had no choice but to air it as a special preview. So the very first, the very first episode, not even the central episode one, when where Worf gets killed, he didn't. But uh, well, he did. Thanks to Mister Sinister, he came back. But um, it, but the episode was beyond incomplete. It, it looked like a mess, and it's like I, I give, I give my, I, I give anything to go back and like watch that incomplete episode. I do remember like it aired a few months later in the later in the later next year, and they started airing the show proper after that. That's that's what ended up happening. That's why it's like it technically started on it was about to start, and it technically did air on that date. But that first episode really, 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 really messed everything up. So thank you, Acom, and, for messing everything up and, for everybody. And, 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 and yeah, another one of the files of uh, Acom and their weird, in their very weird, all cats quality control. But what's not what's not what's not beating around the bush either? It was an incredible. So just as much as 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 much as just as much, if not even better. Like at times better than Batman animated series. I would like to argue. But you know, putting those I mean, two, it's like it's like compar- it's like comparing it's like comparing your two children. I can't. I'm make- not going to disagree with saying it may be better than Batman because I mean, in ways, I got more of it because there was a bunch of Marvel characters that I recognized and that stuff from that in that show and all that kind of stuff and following storylines and the things that they loosely adapted that we've kind of discussed on enough before like people have said like their thing of the phoenix saga and dark phoenix and stuff is pretty good for the most part and all this deal yeah and they, and they got away with a lot like like when they got to dark phoenix stuff and they did and they actually got away with putting in like the hellfire club like in at, like wholesale like they didn't even they didn't beat around the bush they, it really was like a gentleman's club and it's like wow they got away with this in like cartoons like in saturday mornings that's really cool and it's great. It's like you know we're getting a continuation of this series. It possibly could be tied to the, to the MCU now, and um, yeah, and the series is all available on on Disney Plus. I don't know. If it, I don't know how. Uh, but I know in I know in Australia they have Star. I believe that's that's the that's the Disney Plus is over here as well. If you're wondering, yeah. Oh, you have Disney Plus. Okay. Yeah, it is a thing over here. Don't worry about that. But I was going to also add in regards to the X Men that this one also set a lot of um interesting precedence or things going forth because I mean before that X-Men had only really had like prior to the X-Men in the 80s really beforehand anyway and then this one kind of came along and became a rather definitive one for X-Men for a lot of things for like characters and all that stuff especially with Wolverine and all that stuff namely yeah his voice and all that kind yeah, of deal, which yeah, because like in most the other cartoons that they tried to do it, they didn't. They, I don't know because they were trying to capitalize Aussie exploitation at the time. They were trying to. So they were trying to push the. They were trying to push the notion that he was Australian on like Sp- uh, and Spider Man as amazing friends. And then the first attempt at the X Men cartoon back in like eighty eight. But this is the first time where it's like they kind of they kind of got everything right though with 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 Wolverine as well at this point as well. Yeah, yeah, because like also in the weird thing, because I've, I've seen it like at least once a couple of times, like part of the X Men, and like so. Cyclops is voiced by basically Michael Bell doing his Prowl voice. It's like well, it's, it's just kind of weird. You know? Yeah, it's it's it's, it's, it's weird. Yeah, and I believe what uh, was it? John Stevenson doing Magneto again? Yeah, I'm God, trying to remember. The, the what, was, it, was it Neil Ross that did um, Wolverine? Yes, yes, for Wolverine. Yeah, I've heard from Aaron and one few others. It, it was Neil Ross doing uh, attempting to do Wolverine and doing an Aussie accent. It's fun. That sounded kind of more. Line of Britishy? Yeah, so it kind of it kind of sounded like that's what I remember. I was like, 
something's not something was not up with uh with Wu Lee. And then when I saw it as again as a as a kid when after because I remember watching Pride of the X Men, I'm like, this is good, but I don't know. But then I saw I saw I saw this X Men, I'm like, okay, I'm sold. And Wolverine was just huh. like this deep rally. I'm here. I'm the best of that group. Who's pretty? And it's just like that's perfect. And like that's oh, and that's and that's everybody's. That's everybody. You know, Cad Dodd is like everybody's default voice for Wolverine. And I'm so yeah, glad yeah, he's coming much. back. I'm so glad he's coming back for uh, X Men. Yeah, because nothing against Scott. It was like Scott had his own voice for Wolverine for Evolution, but then Steve Blum did an imitation of him a lot. Yeah, he, and why he, he, he and C Bloom is no Steve Bloom is really good too because he came back for X Wolverine the X Men and he, that was a great series. That's a great series. I'm I'm gonna lay it. I'm gonna say it right now. I love that series so much. And he even did Hulk versus Wolverine, which was a pretty pretty yeah, that, pretty one of those fun ones as well. Yeah, that's like a, that was also the first. That was also the first uh, Deadpool with uh, Mullen Mullen North. Yeah, and also the voice cast thing was actually interesting because it was like. Uh... Tom Kane is a scientist dude and all that stuff, and I'm not sure others. But here's the weird thing that I've heard about that, which we're going on stupid tangents. Um, originally, there was dub stuff done for that stuff and some of the other versus ones around that time period in Canada first. And then when other places got hold of it, they decided to redub some of the calf. Mm. Because I've heard from things and that stuff too, like. Uh, like I noticed, uh, Colin Murdoch is among the te- among the cast, and he's doing the voice of Omega Red mm-hmm. in that one, in that movie. And I heard like Trevor Duvall, who's a voice actor who's done a bunch of other uh, roles that I know from various things over the years. He was originally going to do Bruce Banner and all that stuff in that movie and all that stuff, and then he got recast, and he was kind of a rather pissed at the time. But you know, so whatever. yeah, all right. It's I just think one of those one of those weird shuffles. Yeah. So. Um, so we, those are the shows that premiered in 1992. The shows that ended in 1992, we got Who's the Boss, mm-hmm. The Cosby Show, Golden Girls, Saturday Night, the first iteration of Saturday Night's main event, and Tiny Toon Adventures. Out of those, I remember I watched The Golden Girls a fair bit at times randomly, I think, because this is one of those funny shows and that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a great show. I remember, yep, and Tiny Toon Adventures, or just for just a thing of tiny tunes anyway so just but i do wonder it's like i do wonder because like they did do one more episode after that they did the uh, the night uh, they did like a night gallery parody of 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 tiny tunes and i don't know if that came out before or after this because i do remember that that was like the, like their last one-off that they did and it was interesting because like they couldn't get um charles atler to come back as buster so they got um uh, what's his face like how do you play Keeper, um, John Cassier. They got him to come back and to come back for. They got him to come in for Buster Bunny. Wow, it's a it's a weird voice to put on Buster Bunny, to be honest. Oh, so that makes me one. Um, if you're wondering, I was like, just say, thinking of him, that he actually he actually did a voice of Deadpool once as well. Now I think about. Yes, it. he was the voice now of. Now I remember Ultimate Alliance one or something. Yeah, yeah Ultimate Alliance. No, he did it before in um. He did it before in X Men uh, X Men Legends two. Huh. Okay. So he was—he was an X Men Legend too. Now I remember, like, yeah, that's right. Like, I actually remember unlocking him, like, just randomly, just unlocked Deadpool. Like, cool. That's a weird. That's a weird game because you actually play—you can play as Iron Man as well. Like, what? Yeah, just like if you get all his armor pieces, it's like yeah. all of a sudden you get Iron Man. It's like mm-hmm. I guess they were hinting all the Ultimate Alliance stuff coming up, but yeah. yeah. All right. Um, the only one—the one from the big note here is if you're wondering about Saturday Night's main event. This was a November fifth, two thousand, um, nineteen ninety-two. Um, this was the very like they did. They eventually did um, bring it back. This uh, this iteration was what ended up happening was like at first they did air it on NBC. Oh, like 
in lieu of Saturday Night's Main Event. Uh, the Saturday Night Live, so, so they air like Saturday Night's Main Event. This is wrestling. Um, and what ended up happening was like they, this was like uh, after a while they they would air um they eventually moved to from the from they moved from they, NBC to Fox and th- this was the last iteration of like they only did two they only did two um they only did two they only did two events and it wouldn't come back until two thousand and two I believe and I'm trying to ring up the card here just to just to um just to see like what, what was the okay. Here is a, here's the final card, the, the quote unquote last card of Saturday Night's main event. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm here for fuck's sakes. Oh boy. Here, it, so this is uh, this is in Nashville at the uh, Terry Halt, uh, uh, Terry Halt, um, uh, Nashville in Holtman, the Holtman Center, November the on November eighth. Um, the the card goes as followed. They had a funeral parlor segment with. Paul Byrne, The Undertaker, who had his own little talk show. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage and the Ultimate Warrior defeat the Million Dollar Man, Tebby DiBiase, and IRS via Countout, which, Jesus Christ, I would have, I would have, I would have rioted at that point. Um, Shawn Michaels versus the British, this, this could have been a good one. The uh, Shawn Michaels versus the British Bulldog, holy shit, with British Bulldog winning? Holy moly. And then we had a Hitman Bret Hart versus Papa Shango, and I go, oh, yeah, yeah. It, when the, if you're wondering that it's that card like only out of one of those one of those one of those matches I would say would be decent, which would, would be Shawn Michaels versus the British Bulldog. Everything else, I'm like, oh boy, oh, you, I just roll my eyes when I have to when I, my, my eyes roll in the back of my my head when I have to like look at that. So if you're wondering, like, if you're wondering what that last card was, there you go. I know I, I'm pretty sure I'm talking Swahili at this point to Robin to Robin at this point. So I'm sorry. On um, one last note, um, the Cosby Show. This is, this is interesting because like no other show went against it. Usually, like, usually on the time, you know, that time same time frame, they would air like a new episode or something. Nothing went against it, except they did air a segment because they did air a repeat of The Simpsons, and they did uh, they did a um, a send off to him, if you will. So if you watch the episode, basically the episode hmm. ends the, the regular episode of The Simpsons air, and then it would air like a little like pre made segment where it would be Homer and Bart they're watching TV, and, and Bart says, "Why do they have to end the show?" And Homer says, "Oh, because like he doesn't want to oversaturate things as much as they don't want to. Oh, he wanted to quit while things while things were ahead, so not oversaturate things." Bart then responds, "If I had a TV show, I'd run that. I run that thing to the ground." And then Homer puts his hand puts his hand on puts his hand on uh, puts his hand on, on, on Bart's shoulder. He says, "Amen, amen, son, amen." Anyway, season thirty was announced. Season thirty-two of The Simpsons was announced um, last week. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I'll post a link to that video later, but yeah, it's it's interesting. And it's interesting when you when you see that when you see that clip of like, yeah, he like Bill Cosby wanted to end things before things got oversaturated, and here we are, season thirty two of The Simpsons. Yeah. So where to next? You want to talk about video games, or you want to talk about movies? What's the next comics? least biggest one? Is it probably the comics or what? Yeah, let's talk about comic books. Here. Let's do the comics, yeah, for something fun. Yeah. All right. So they're like well, basically how I had this set up is basically. Anything of note of that year, or that of that time frame, or that of that time period, I put it up. Either first appearances or first issues, or like landmark issues, like a, like an issue one hundred, episode two, uh, issue two hundred, episode three hundred, or something. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so just a little, so so we start off in March with that man one four seventy five with, with the first appearance of Renan Montoya, who we uh, who's become a, a key character in this in the series. Like at the time, she actually was um, the question. I think she, is she still the question in the comic books? I don't know about that stuff. We can go out to the Batman and watch. So, right. ask me right. about that. 
All right, Punisher Warzone number one is published in March as well. Um, that's a spin-off comic of the because the Punisher was Punisher was red hot, so you, they, of course they needed to do another comic book, and I believe that was John Romita Jr. that did it. And okay. yeah, also yeah. so so that so there's that. In April we had um, Understanding Comics. That's uh, Scott McCloud. It's a really it's a, it's 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 not anything. It's not it's not like anything like a like a superhero comic. I, Understanding Comics was like a, was a great analyzation of like why the comic medium and how to use the comic medium in like a meaningful way to like to explore themes and stuff like that using the comic medium, using it and exploring like ways to use the the comic book panels and stuff like that in interesting ways. It's a really good book if you ever want to get into comic books because it, it explains a lot about how you can use the medium to its maximum effect. I remember reading it like when I was in high school and I was like just blown away like the, the stuff you can do with it. And you can see a lot of that. Like you can see a lot of um. You can see a lot of that in like more modern comic books, not just superhero comic books, like like comic books in general. Like one of my favorite examples is um the, the comic strip of um Nancy, the current the current artist though, who's doing it. That she's really doing a lot of really interesting surreal stuff with Nancy, and I could tell that she she must have read that comic when when she was growing up and got a lot of the understanding on like how to like how to get like how to, how to frame everything in such a way to like show off things in different in perspectives and stuff like that so it's a really it's really good how like it's really good like it's really good like plot and rest, like how you would how you use medium the being of comics in such a powerful way um uh, same thing same in april we also got spider-man issue 361 which is our first appearance of carnage mm-hmm. that's a rather uh definitive uh spider-man uh, other villain in a sense because you know venom already on his own was already something of a menace and then now Carnage comes into the picture and is more deadlier in his own right and all this stuff, and he's a he's a, he's a crazy fucked up son of a yeah. He, but I think plus also he the... plus he also becomes a a force that kind of makes Venom reconsider some of his stances and becomes sort of a the lethal an protector an anti-hero ally to uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, a lethal protector thing as well, eventually. Yeah, I think I think they were already transitioning. That's why they made Carnage. I think they were already starting the transition period from him being a, uh, being a villain to a good guy. So, yeah, so, like, they needed, they needed, like, another symbiote to, like, be, like, the, to be, like, a symbiote, like, like threat for Spider-Man. So, of course, they would have had to put him. Yeah, because Carnage. also that and, uh, you know, Brock, at least, could be somewhat reasoned with in ways or all that stuff eventually over time it was shown anyway and all that. Carnage is just even Cletus Cassidy himself on his own. He's 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 batshit. Yeah, you know? he was a serial killer and all this shit and all that stuff. Even yeah, even before, before he all got this. With it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, before that. So, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, speaking of old boys, Young Blood number one. So yes, Image Comics started in 1992. So you're gonna see a lot of stuff right here. That's like, oh shit. So yeah, Young Blood number one. Rob Lightfeld's Rob Lightfeld's Young Blood man. Did you read Young Blood? I know the name, but I don't think I can't know. I can't tell if I have or all that off the top of my head. All right, fair enough. I don't think any. I don't think anyone's because I think more people when we get when we get to the next one, there is something here that's a lot more notable. Uh, May we got um, from Dark Horse Comics. We got Robocop versus the Terminator. Oh wow, that's a, like that's one of those books that's like I remember reading when I was much older, and I was like, holy shit, this is actually really cool. And I think it helped a lot by uh, Walter Simonson, um, Simonson artwork. Who at the time was like working on Thor, and like he was also doing stuff with um, Avengers, but mainly his Thor work was just like immaculate. No, he was also he was doing Fantastic Four as well. He was doing Fantastic Four, and he was doing um, and he, he was doing Thor, and you know at the time he's like you wouldn't really think twice about those books, but it's like holy shit, those books were like amazing with terms of artwork. 
And then you get to like Robot Cop versus Terminator, and it's like, holy shit, this is this is this is insane. This is this is great. And I do like that now recently you can actually pick up the book now more 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 readily available. Well, Before I, think it was... I remember when I think about that, like if I'm wrong because I'm going off memories. Um, was this the Robocop versus Terminator thing where I think even at one point um, Murphy gets captured and Skynet tries to like reverse engineer him and all this stuff? Yes, but then he I eventually injects. So like, basically, what happens is basically he um, like the, uh, like like so eventually he gets he's pursued like he's um, he's um, the Terminator pursuing like uh, Sarah Connor and um, and John Connor and then but they eventually end up in, they end up in uh, they end up in Detroit and of course Detroit, Detroit in this world holy shit. Everybody has a fucking machine gun and stuff like that, and just violence all over. And then the you know the Robocop fights against the Terminators, and then he eventually realizes like you know, um, I, in order to like defeat these guys, I had to like I have to wait myself out to the future. So he eventually comes back. So eventually he like puts himself in hibernation and wakes up in the future to like fight the Terminators. And he eventually puts himself into Skynet and just becomes and becomes like becomes becomes a zombie like leader. Yeah. So there you go. What's a good book? Yeah. It's a good book. It's a, it's an insane book, but it's a good book. If so, before or after the game stuff and that stuff come out? Afterwards, or was this like the, right the, around the same period? After the comic books came afterwards, and it's very very closely related to the books, especially the NES game. The NES game is like very very much like one to one to the. To the yeah, the, I hear the, that people recommend the better one is the Mega Drive slash Genesis version to play it yeah. compared to the Super Nintendo one. Actually, yeah, the violence on the line. Yeah, not just that. It's like it's a it's a faster playing game. It's like a little bit more contrary. Yeah. Um. Also in May, Spawn number one. Jesus Christ, Spawn number one. And that's that book is still going, man. I think they're. I think they. I think they're like. I think they just got. I think they just crossed the threshold of like three hundred books recently. Mm. And Tom McFarlane's still at it. You know that good on him. He's still at it, and he 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 made yeah, an I mean, empire. He made an empire yeah, from Spawn. Yeah, because that that all, that whole deal with all that stuff relating to all him and others forming. All that mm-hmm. stuff is a whole other big can of yeah comic industry related BS that could uh, be a whole right. start onto itself one day. So we because skipped... he also at one point in time did did he do Carnage as well as Venom or not? No, he didn't. He made he made Venom because like this was like way afterwards. That's what I mean. They're like he made Venom, but did he make Carnage though? No. Okay, fair enough. Um, so we skipped June because there's nothing to note in June. July we are we get we get um Captain America four hundred. That particular, I looked over that particular issue, and it's just basically more of what was going on with the Galactic Storm Saga. So it was more like exposition stuff that was going on with like him remembering the past while, while trying to do stuff in that in that in that side story as well. So it was a bit. It, it had like one. So there was like one. It was one part like you know a, a homage to his previous stuff. It didn't like also a little bit more of like what was going on in the current storyline with him and the Avengers and the Galactic Storm stuff. We also had yeah. Uncanny X Men three hundred as well. And that was just that's just a recap issue from my also recall when I was looking through the databases. I started looking at it, it's like that's just a recap. They're just they just um Presser X giving exposition over the last twenty or so years, twenty five years or so of what was going on. Um yeah. Savage Dragon number one was released as well. So again, more image stuff. Hmm. Um August we had Spider Man three hundred and sixty five was released. It was built as as a as a thirtieth as a thirtieth anniversary comic. And it was basically Spider Man just reminiscing about his time with Gwen. So it's like, just, yeah, yeah, that's an important issue for him. Mm-hmm. August also brings us Wildcats number one as well. So that 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 clears up like the the all the major releases of of um. Of I know the name from that game that got released on the Super Nintendo. Is that the same deal with like Jim Lee and all that, or yes. whatever? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's my fault. 
um, in October we had that man sort of Azriel, which is the very first appearance of Azriel, which would put the seeds of the Nightfall saga. So yeah. Well, this and is also Az- all after all the stuff with um, what's his name with Bane mm-hmm. putting no, Bruce out for a while, wasn't it? Before that, this was like was it before? Because didn't yeah. Azriel take it up again later on though. No, this is before. It was just okay. Azriel. So so after that, so that, it was like I think a year later, ninety three. That's when that's when Nightfall happens with Bane and breaking into all that stuff, and he becomes that. Yeah, because because I'm getting a little deep because I need a little bit of piece in my head, but like yeah, and then I'm thinking later when he takes up the mantle of it because. Bruce is out for a time, so and he's and then he's all like, "What the fuck are you doing? You know what? Fuck it, dick, be Batman." And he's yeah. like, "Yes, yeah, so, like you should have done that from the very beginning, Bruce." Uh, anyways, November fifteenth would be would, would be a would be a day in infamy. November fifth, nineteen ninety two, Superman seventy five is released. Batman is Superman is dead. With a low, it was a, it was. A, <laughs> As everyone, as everyone noted, it was been a slow ass news day because like that was the front page news everywhere. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> but I will say yeah. he did he did die in a spectacular fashion. I did, and the stuff that came out of um, the reign of Superman was really cool. I will say that. Like I did I did like Cyborg Superman, the Steel Superboy, and all that stuff. The Eradicator, all those all that stuff was really cool. So it's like it's. I, it, I never saw the whole deal, but I remember reading bits. Yeah, yeah, like you touched on with, yeah. Um, was it Eradicator? Something like that. Yeah. And then the whole deal of Superman sort of being around, like, fought back, but not fully powered and all that kind of deal. And all that kind you, of got deal the black suit. you got the black suit and you had a sweet-ass book. Yeah. yeah, and then you had, like, you had uh, the cyborgs running around who was probably confused a fuck-ton of people, like, what was going on with him because he looked like Superman, seemed like Superman, but he wasn't Superman and he was evil and all this deal as well. Yeah. So yeah, so, but, yeah basically, basically he was a he was just a regular citizen, but then like Superman couldn't prevent him from saving him. So he put so when they went so when they put like he died from yeah, a, I read from the, chemical yeah, I read disease the stuff about him like Henshaw and all and yeah. and all that. Yeah, so yeah. he was like so basically they put his they put his body in a, in, a, in a cyborg body and he's like no make me Superman so I can take out Superman. And he what was, was the something with the computer actually just like replicated based off of his DNA or something like that? Yeah, too? I think I think I think there was some parts of his DNA and that's how they created Hank. Well, that's how Hank Hanshaw became Cyborg Superman. Yeah, and then there were I... other things that like Steel and others running around, like also having like the S symbol whole deal, like being yeah. on the contenders for the mantle or whatever. Supposedly, yeah. So Steel, Steel, not... Steel is just like Steel is just a was a steel worker who was working like and to start like just well, took up the mantle. Superboy was a clone of Superman that they that from um start from Star Labs, and eventually they figure out way later. That he's actually a clone of not just Superman, but also Lex Luthor. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a weird thing. Uh, but like I said, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good read. It's a good read. But it's like, yeah, if you, if that's all you can, that's all you can see in November fifteenth was just Superman is dead. Who will be the new Superman? It's like we're doing this again. It's a, it, uh, it, 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 it eventually has an answer, but it's it'll take you a little bit to get there. Yeah, November. Also in that November, we got Spider Man two thousand ninety nine issue number one, which would usher in the the, the era of the of the two thousand ninety nine comic books. So that's that's hmm. that's a that's a note. December brought us the Incredible Hulk number four number four hundred. Basically, our issue is just him and the it's him. It's it's a throw, it's a dragged out um, fight between him and the and the leader. Ah, okay. So there you go. That's the comic section done. 
Yeah, so anything of note of the comic section other than like. Uh, nope. I kind of already said little thoughts as we went through them anyway, mostly anyway, so that's. Yeah, so for, for me, the big, the big thing here is like I completely forgot that 1992 was the year of image. And it's like, yeah, that's like the very beginning of like a lot of weird things started happening. Like I said, like we, we got to see the seeds of it with, with image, and then we got to see the death of Superman. It's like, oh shit, that actually happened in that same year? Oh, fucking hell. All right, so where to next? Movies or video games? Uh, let's do the movies, I guess. Okay, let's let's go. Let's start off first with this: the 1992 Academy Award winner for Best Picture. We had Planet of the Lambs. Best Best, Best Actor Anthony Hopkins for Planet of the Lambs. Jodie Foster wins Best Actress for Planet of the Lambs. And Best Director is Jonathan Demme for Sons of the Lambs. And also, it also not not listed here. It also won Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, Science of the Lambs was nominated for seven nominations and it won five, including the best picture. While Bugsy came away with, with well, Bugsy, oh my god, Warren Beatty's gotta be pissed off about this. It got nominated for 10 Oscars, only won two, and they were both for, like technical stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like Warren Beatty must have been pissed. So, with that said, why don't we, why don't we break down the movies? So, January 17th, we had Free Jack, oh, the Mili Last of His, and uh, Big Jagger. <laughs> Random I shit. don't even know that one, so nope. Yeah, it's a, it's, I forgot what the movie was about. It's about this like racing dude who like eventually goes to the future and he's being hunted down by Mick Jagger. I don't know. I remember yeah. seeing a commercial. It's like, wow, this looks weird. February seventh, we had Medicine Man. That was uh, Sean Connery, where he plays a white savior trying to save a trying to save a village of people who are in a disease. Mm, okay. February fourteenth, Wayne's World. That's Some... another one because I've. I... If I've seen it, I haven't seen it for ages, but I sort of know about it because it's like these two dudes who just, yeah, you know, get into a bunch of uh, stupid shit and all that kind of deal. Yeah, they're, they're trying, they're, they're trying to get their, they're trying to get their friend, um, they're trying to get their friend a record deal, and they, and they, um, wait a minute, wait a minute. Manage. Actually, side question: When was Bill and Ted one? I think it was ninety one. Damn it! Oh no, nineteen ninety. It was nineteen ninety. Oh, okay. It was nineteen ninety. So we're we're both way off. So on September twenty first, we got the cinematic classic. Stop. Or Mom will shoot. I remember. I haven't seen it in ages, but yep, I know that movie. So, yeah. Um, the, the, I always love the story about how how that movie got made, where basically, um, basically Arnold Schwarzenegger was like, you know what, I'm gonna trick Stallone, and he said, and he passed on this on this script, and he made it seem like the big deal, and Stallone literally was like, yo, hey, yo I would take this movie because if Stallone gonna take, I'm gonna if, if, if Stallone gonna take, I'm gonna take it. And he fucking did it. He took his, he took Arnold Schwarzenegger's bait, and he made that. He Schwarzenegger successfully trolled um, Sylvester Stallone to make this movie. You can believe that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. February twentieth, he had the Memoirs of the Invisible Man. That was like Chevy Chase and Daryl Hannah. That was also directed by John Carpenter. So that was. Yeah, I remember watching that movie. I was like, eh, it's fine. Dark Six. Oh my god. It's the most insane old movie, The Lawnmower Man. That was uh, what's his face? Uh, fucking James Bond. Uh, which Bond? Um, the one from the nineties. Um, uh, it's not Tony. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan. It was Pierce Brosnan. He played a scientist. He played like a VR set on this guy, and he gets he injects himself on the internet. But there's like a weird scene where like where there's a monkey and he has a gun. I don't know why they gave a monkey a gun. That was a Pierce Brosnan one. You just gave him a gun. And he has a VR headset. It was weird, man. I'm confused about the later because I mean I don't remember that. 
I know the title, but I don't remember that was a Pierce Brosnan thing. Yeah, other Pierce Brosnan, he played like a scientist who's like, I can make you smarter. And he's he found like this like country vocal guy who like plays video games, and he's like, but he injects he injects himself into the internet, and he goes, I know everything, and just becomes a god. It has nothing to do with actual llama or lawnmower man's story, which is about a guy who like just goes up to guy goes up to goes to a house, and he says like, Hi, I mow your lawn. And the guy then the guy gets naked and starts eating the grass, and that's it. There you go. I just described a lawnmower man novel. I kid you not. That's not that's what it is. March thirteenth, we got my cousin Vinny. Uh, March March twentieth, we got Basic Instinct. March twenty seventh, we got White Man Can Jump. April third, we got um, Beethoven. Also on April. I 3rd, remember that. I haven't seen it for ages, but I remember it. The it's, big dog one. Yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a big dog movie. that was a little popular at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, we have April third. Also was also Straight Talk. And if you if you also rock a doodle as well, which is like what boosters with Elvis. April tenth. That's one that I know that I've Fern seen Gully. before one or two times. You can also put the Fern Gully: The Last Rainforest. It's a cute, fun little, simple movie and all that stuff. But it's also got uh, as the main villain dude. It's got Tim Curry in that movie. Everyone doesn't remember that, so it's kind of fun in little ways because of that. And also, the Bat Dude is voiced by Robin, Robin Williams Moore. as well at that point in time. So. But we'll get to movie. we'll get to a better we'll get to a better Robin Williams movie where he voices something a lot better. Yeah, I know, I know, but it, but it's still like you got those two in that movie. It's still got something in it at the same yeah. time because of those two alone. You know? But you know, the problem was that that movie was like it was way too ham fisted with its with its story of early mentalism. So it's like, well, yeah. yeah, but at the same time, it's also like I don't know. At the point in time it was it was made, it was like I get what you mean by that, but at the same time, it's like kind of like you know over. Deforestation logging shit was sometimes a thing in some places, so you know. Yeah, especially in like, especially so, in like South America, that was a, that was like a. It's it's, it's, a, it's not like Captain Planet and the Planeteers level of like ramming it down your throat or something, though. You know? No, it's not. It's not. But it is. It is like it, it was like there was like so much like it wasn't. It, it wasn't just that movie. It was a lot. Of um, April tenth, yeah. we had Newsies. Um, my, my sister really liked that movie. I remember we were, I, I used to watch it a lot. Musical. I have no knowledge of that one actually. It's a musical with a. Young with a, with a baby, Christian Bale. Uh, we had April seventeenth. Hmm? The babe. Yeah, the babe. That was a John Goodman. He plays Babe Ruth on April seventeenth. It's even, like I didn't even know. I thought for a second when it was the babe. I thought I was thinking, wait, babe, as in the pig one. No, no, okay. I, I would, I would have clarified that if I, I would have clarified that if it was the babe. I think that babe came out ninety three. I didn't know that. I didn't Did know it? the babe was made, but the I didn't know that one, the one with the pig. I didn't know it was George Miller. Hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's a that's a documentary. I it's a dupe. It's one of those movies where it's like I look at it now. I'm like, I am very very dubious about the claims about this movie about, about a lot of these claims. So okay. it's a baseball movie. We're gonna get to another. We're gonna get to quite a few baseball movies. It's like it, like sports movies were in vogue this year apparently. Um, sports made, movies of baseball ones I won't have much commentary on because I kind of usually didn't really tune into some of those because the whole thing of. Uh... Baseball isn't really so much of a big uh, sport thing over here as much because our big thing sports-wise is if you go off the first TMNT movie when Casey Jones whacks the shit out of Raphael, cricket. But I'm going to say no, but not just that. It's like if you were to watch a game, it would be like 1, 2 in the morning for you because it would be like they always air those games in the afternoon here. So it's like, yeah, yeah it makes it makes sense. If they did anyway at all, yeah. So, you know. yeah, so if you were watching an American baseball game, you'd be like, you had to like watch it at like ungodly hours where no one would be awake. So, but anyway, yeah, make your thing. We have Lethal Weapon Three, not the one, not not the not, not the first one, not the one with typical enemy. This is the one with uh, what's his face, um, Joe Pesci. It's the one with Joe Pesci where they had to where they had to protect him. It's not it's not the one with Jet Li either. That's not that's the fourth one. Yeah. Uh, May twenty second, we got Alien Three. 
I was watching that movie the other day. I don't know why. I was watching that movie. I was watching Alien Three. I was like, that's something. I do. I, I I like the concept. But it's like the 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 better movies are the better movies are the are the first two movies. Obviously. Here's something I'll say because I Alien Three is even if some people try to defend it, it's it is a train wreck of a movie that also in ways brings up little things of like kills off Ripley, does weird things in regards to kills off Newton Hicks at the start and all that stuff. Yeah, like any survivors from Aliens and all that stuff and all that sort of thing. Yeah, like, like I get like they were trying to like do a new vibe with the setting all this stuff and like in this prison place and all this kind of deal to begin with and all that but like at the same time it's like so at that point in time this is how you were going to end the aliens series at this point in time fox mm-hmm. fucking hell like and then also the director dude behind it like got like he disowned the movie because of like all the bs that went on behind the scenes and all that stuff yeah i don't well. blame him it was david fincher that made the movie and he, yeah, yeah, he yeah, disowned yeah. that so, all- Apparently, apparently, according to according to sources, the because I, I did talk to someone that just watched it recently, the 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 the, the working version of the movie was it's a way better movie. Like he like his like apparently it was it's, it is way way better, but um that 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 cut is unfortunately like really hard to find nowadays because like I don't think yeah because because you know what and like I'll say this also people say things about Alien Resurrection being bad no. Alien Free killed off Ripley to get to the point where she had to be fucking cloned to begin with. So, you know, I'm just putting out that nah. Alien Free did, did all this continuity damage before Alien Resurrection even fucking happened. So, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I just, I, I, I never, I, the thing is, I never liked Alien Resurrection because it's just a bad movie. It's just a horrible movie. I can, I can, I can like it in little ways a little bit more than Alien Free because they were trying some little more ideas again better mm-hmm. slightly like cloning the aliens bringing them back and all that fucked up shit yeah. bioweapons but but the other things in that movie is like a whole other mess that's like uh, maybe one day if we do the aliens as a alien si- oh wait do I have to no 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 alien xenomorph stuff then I have to talk about Prometheus and Alien Covenant oh, oh god no. bring that oh. up. I don't want to bring that memory of Alien Covenant again did I did I did I ever tell did I ever tell you a story about did I ever tell you about the story when I almost got kicked out of Prometheus? Why? I was watching Prometheus and you know that scene where the where the main character is giving birth to the alien. Ah. Uh-huh. I was laughing so hard that the usher had to come in. I was like, dude, cut that shit out, or I'm gonna be out. It's the second time this happens. The second the second time that the first time that happened was when I watched Godzilla, the '98 hmm. one. And I just started yeah. laughing. I started laughing uncontrollably because like there was that part where it's just like he was hiding and they like they're hiding. And they couldn't find him. Like, how the fuck did you lose a fucking fifty foot tall lizard? Anyways, anyways, anyway. anyways, May twenty second, far and away. That was Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman. I believe that's won some Oscars. So that's another movie. May 29th. That... I know if that's Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, yeah, this act. That's a good movie. I remember watching that. That's a good movie. I, I, I don't know if it held up, but I do remember. I do remember enjoying it. That was May 29th. Uh, May f- June fifth, that'll be the, that'll be the second of the of the Jack Ryan stuff. This is Patriot Games. Um, <laughs> this one was this, this. No, it's not John Krasinski. No, it's not. Um, that's not Ben Affleck. No, it's not Chris Pine. Yes, this is. Yes, this this is Harrison Ford. And no, this is not. Um, this is not Alec Baldwin. There's a lot of people who play Jack Ryan. That's that's the mm. joke right there. <laughs> that's the joke right there. That he, there's a lot of people who who play Jack Ryan. June 19th, Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. After yeah. the first Batman movie, so. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this one had a... Batwoman, Batwoman, no, Batwoman. Catwoman! Catwoman and Penguin. Fucking hell. 
and 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 fucking and what's his face? Um, Christopher Walken being as most Christopher Walken, which happens to be my favorite line of all time. <clears throat> let me let me channel my inner Walken here. Bruce Wayne, why are you dressed as Batman? When I, that that line always gets me. And then Catwoman's like, because he is Batman, numb nuts. All right, yeah. July first, it's a league of their own. July tenth, it again. Baseball movies were in were in vogue. That's another baseball movie. Actually, if you were to tell me which was the better of the two movies between between this and between this and the Babe, I'd say League of Their Own way better. That's actually that's actually a really good movie. Um, Universal Soldier on July tenth. Funny, I blew up the kid. Wait, Universal Soldier right now? I've I've seen that movie and got watched it a few times in the past. That is Stallone and isn't it Stallone. Dolph Lundgren? It's um yeah. Van Damme. Oh, is it? Is it? Yeah, it's Van Damme. Oh yeah, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Never mind, never mind. Oh god, yeah, I've seen those. I've you're thinking, you're thinking Rocky Soldier Four, before. dude. You're thinking Rocky Four, dude. Because <laughs> well, I remember, because I remember he had an antagonist in the first movie that was like another, yeah, big, uh, you know, Hollywood star and all that stuff. But I just yeah. seen it for ages. But I remember Universal Soldier One, like reprogrammed dead soldier dude brought back with tech and all this stuff, and then mm-hmm. they some of them kind of broke Robocopy vein that they some of them remember their past lives and some of them don't, or at least one of them does. And he breaks free of all that shit and all that kind of deal. Um, I have not seen it. I was like, I, I'll give it a shot. Um, honey, I blew up the kid. What's up? Go on. You haven't you haven't seen Universal Soldier? I know. I should I should hand my my cinema file card. That's the reason you maybe consider him one day. Then if we get bored. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure somewhere out there right now, Scarlet. It's it's, che- it's cheesy actiony movie, but it's like at the same time, it's just you know. Also, somewhere out there, uh, Scarlett is listening to this. Scarlett from Scarlett Raptor. She is listening to this right now. A huge JCVD fan. She's like, what? I just want to choke the living hell. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyways, Honey, I Blew Up the Kid. It's a sequel to Honey, I the Kids. Not as good as the first one. July 24th, Mom and Dad Save the World. Holy shit. I can't believe I remember that movie until I saw it. And I was like, sucks. Um, July 31st, we had Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The first one with like Luke Perry. It's actually really good. I remember really enjoying it. I, remember, I, I don't. I, I don't know why people hated it. It was. It's, it's the first time I, I started watching a movie. It's like I don't know why people hate this movie. Actually, this movie is pretty good. It's yeah. like it's not the best movie in the world, but it's like I. It's a like it's it's way better. It's way better than it should be. And it's like I. I and I would actually watch this before the TV, honest. Um. Also, we have uh, July thirty first. Death becomes her. That was like Bruce Willis. Uh, Meryl Streep. Yeah, Meryl Streep and. Goldie uh, Horn. Goldie Horn, yes. Was, yeah, and it basically basically it's like, you know, they try to they, they it's basically a movie where they try to kill like he makes a he makes uh Bruce Willis makes a makes a serum where they're all where his where his ex where his ex wives or his um girlfriends were, were immortal and he tried to kill each other? Yeah, basically. I remember that one now. Yeah. I'm remembering bits in my memory and it's like it's kinda like stupid and it's like one of the good, it's like uh Struck by lightning and all kinds of shit. And yeah, all that stuff. Like, actually, he has a serum for for he has a serum for like immortality and like useless makes that and he uses it and just trying to like they're like two they're like bitter like women at, at, at each other at each other's necks. So it's like yeah, I I, I remember bits and pieces. I remember like saying like wow, this movie looks insane, but I haven't watched it since August seventh. Three Ninjas. It's one of those like it's, it's not the it's not the ninety. So you hit a movie about that about this kind of shit. Um, August seventh, Unforgiven. That's that's a that's that's a Clint Eastwood. He won an Oscar for that one the following year. So it's the only the only thing I know. It's like I, I as I've seen it, I don't remember much from it, but I remember I was like, wow, this is some serious shit. And I remember also too, it's like um, it's interesting to see these an Oscar caliber movie released in the summer. You don't see that nowadays. It's always, they always front load those, those movies in like December just to like capitalize on like to capitalize on like the Oscar season. But it's interesting to see it right here. 
um august 14th um stay tuned that was with um uh, john ritter he plays like a where he like they find they go he like he gets like a cable he gets like a cable package that like where it teleports into like different different um different tv shows and portrait actually really good i think it's on uh i think it's on amazon prime right now if you got access to that Single white female on, on August 14th, aka please don't get a fucking roommate in the fucking Planet Penny server, for God's sakes. Um, July 21st, Little Nemo's Adventures in Slumberland. That was a, that movie was like long in production. And I think what, like, some of the people that, that went on from that one went on to work, on, work at Studio Ghibli. So it was a I Japanese. I have no idea, actually. Yeah, because I, I don't, I don't want to say indirectly. I don't want to, I don't want to say that it was to do Ghibli, but I remember like some, some of the, some people that worked on it did eventually go to that. So, but that, that's how long mm. it was. I think this was in production since 1986, and they only came out in 1992. So shit. And I remember watching yeah. it. I remember watching this. I, I remember saying like, ah, this is something. But I think that if I was an adult, I, I, I wanted to appreciate it more. I think. Discotech re- re- just reissued it recently since they got the rights to it, so so good on them. Uh, uh, might have to double check that later and see if we can find out the right month. But yeah, August August twenty fifth, we got um, Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me, aka Please Don't Watch This. August twenty eighth, but anyway, yeah, yeah, August twenty eighth. Please don't watch this movie because I I watched this. I'm like, oh, you're better off just watching the the new the new TV show. This this the, the Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me never happened. Just fucking watch the just watch the you know, just watch the. Just watch the, the the new TV show that they made. Then they made a few. You're better off like that if you want. If you're looking for a proper ending. And the next books. one, yeah, the next one we have on the list. I don't even know. I don't even know about that one. So, so um, September twenty fifth, the last of the Mohicans. That was uh, Daniel Day Lewis, and it was just just the white. It's it's like just trying to tell. It's like telling the the lights of the of the like. It was a light of like um of colonialism of in, in the United States. It's yeah, it's it's a white savior movie, baby. I remember watching it. I remember watching it. I remember falling asleep to this movie when I was when I was, when I was in high school. Watching this. I was like, um, On October 2nd, though, the Mighty Ducks is like, I know of it because I remember hearing and sort of seeing it, I think, once on a random day or something or many, many, many years ago. And then also, obviously, later on, they also had their own spin-off t- Disney Afternoon cartoon not based off it directly, but sort of inspired by it and using the same name. Yeah. Well, they're all they're, they're, the they're, they're Anaheim, they're Anaheim, uh, they're Anaheim Ducks, basically. Mighty Ducks are that. That's basically what they're, they're from. They're, they they got the they got the. I think um for a time Disney was was partial owners of the team, and so they had wanted to make something with it. So they made up. They made up. They made a movie. Why not? It's also and another okay. show later on as well. Yeah, because yeah. again, because like they still, they, they were still, they were still owners of the, of um of owning it. I think they they lost it like in sometime in like the mid two thousands. And yeah. like I think they were like like they they don't own it, but they do have a remake of the. Sh- they do have a, a a show on Disney Plus for the Mighty Ducks that's more in line with like the movie. So there you go. Um, October second, Mister Baseball. That's Tom Suck, where he plays an aging baseball player who goes to Japan. It's actually really good. It's a good movie. Good movie. Um, that, yeah, that sounds kind of neat by the sound of it. So yeah, it's a good movie because it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a it's fish out of water movie. Where it's fish out of water story. Where it's like this aging baseball player who's like he can't like really play in the big leagues. He gets like a second shot at, at being at being like a big league player in Japan. So it's like it's really good. It's good. Um, October nineteenth, we got Candyman, or first of many movies, and the first one's actually really good. First one's really good. Um, October twenty third, Reservoir Dogs. Like, Completely forgot this one. I forgot that this was this was released and then. First of Tarantino's many, many, many movies make after this. So it's like, yeah, this is, this is like the pinnacle of like 
uh, of Quentin Tarantino right here. November thirteenth. Speaking of speaking of speaking Aladdin. of big, yeah, we got yep. Aladdin. That was a big Disney one actually at the time. So that's like that was like their big release of, the, of that year, and just like yeah, this was like at the Renaissance right here because like they they were, um, because I think what a year afterwards was was Beauty and the Beast, and I forgot which one they released the year before. Was it? Yeah, ninety three was Beauty and the Beast, but because I want to, I thought ninety two, and I thought ninety one because I do remember it was ninety three, and because I, I do know like there was a Little Mermaid, this Beauty and the Beast, Lion King. Uh, uh, and other movies, like blanking on that, that's supposed to be like the part of the Renaissance. So yeah, mm. so this was this this was like the this was the, one of the crucial pillars of the Renaissance era of, of Disney, and for good reason. It's a, it's a fun movie, man. It's a fun movie, you know. Yeah, it's you know, it's also like a great movie in terms of in terms of the uh, the voice cast, the animation, and all that stuff. There's like you know a lot of sort of people who put work into this, and like. It's vibrant, it's pretty, it's got some action bits, it's got some adventure bits and all that stuff, and yeah, it's great and all that. Yeah. November 13th as well, if you're if you if you weren't interested in that. Bram Stoker's Dracula. That was uh Francis Ford Coppola. That was um Anthony Hopkins. I will say Drake. something about that because I've never seen the movie, but you know what the weird thing is? What's up? Ages ago, I don't know how or why, I had a random issue or so of of I think an adaptation of the Bram Stoker's uh Dracula, mm-hmm. and I can't remember who did that run at the time of it either. All I just remember was Dracula was always in like a horse-drawn carriage with a very mopey like sunglasses, uh, top hat, and a long overcoat and all this stuff, and a stick and all that, like a walking cane and all that. Yeah, I think because he had two forms. He had like his he had like he had his old man form, which is which is Anthony Hopkins, and then he had like his more younger form when he was out and about, which is um, Gary Coleman. And this one, this one, this one, this one of those movies where it's like it was laundered at first because it was like, oh my god, why would you want to cast Keanu Reeves in this role? But I think over the years, as people started warming up to Keanu Reeves as an actor, and also like, then people started rediscovering these types of movies. Bram Stoker's Dracula started becoming like more like a has become more of a cult, um, uh, has more of a cult following now. So it's I like would it's, say also it also it's also become a slightly more better like. Um iteration of dracula anyway in regards to depiction anyway and so yeah it's 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 way it's way more it's way more closer to like the source material and stuff like that it's like at the time it was like like people were kind of like really ragging on the movie for like why would you want to cast like keanu reeves as a a character like this and like i said people were fucking stupid at the time and um and you know nowadays now that now that keanu reeves is now the most beloved actor in all of hollywood and you know and over the years too, it's like people re- reanalyze a lot. We re- reanalyze this movie. It's like it's it's kind of that 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 it has this really interesting cult phenomenon that I find interesting. So at the end of the day, it finally found its audience that it has, and I think that's a, it's a good movie. It's a crazy looking movie, to be honest. Um, November twentieth, we got Home Alone two. Uh, speaking of your boy, speaking of your boy Tim Curry, plays yeah, another great movie, and uh, and it's all right compared to the first movie. You know, like it's not as good as the first like, movie. They like. No, like I was gonna say that, like compared to like the first movie, it's like it's like a nice, fun idea all of its own. Instead yeah. of like being home alone, he gets lost elsewhere and stuck in somewhere else he's not quite familiar with, and all that whole deal. But also those two, the two crooks from the first one, yeah, are the out and out there somewhere else. But he also, yeah, uh-huh. and like you know, like he runs across the yeah Tim Curry's being the. Uh, the concierge, the main reception, the main reception and concierge and ordinary kind of dude of a. Yes, I remember. I, I remember the and scene. It's just where, like I've always, I like 
like the whole, my problem with the movie is like they tread too much on on stuff from the first movie, which they did a lot better. But there's one part I really like from this movie where it's just like they um like uh Kevin has like he had like the walk boy and he puts he plays this he plays like the like plays like something from a movie and like in order to trick like the concierge not to get in and so he's all like so it's all like stuff like yeah get on your knees and say you love me and they're all like oh, you get the way that's to say we love you. <laughs> Uh, so I just, I just it's, also it's, like the also the time with Tim Curry in that movie. It's like I remember things of like him greeting uh, Macaulay Culkin and all that kind of thing. Right? This yes. kind of thing of uh, you know, like you like it's just like you can tell he's like eyeing off this kid and like being like kind of sassy, kind of dry mm-hmm. English humor at the same time. And like, welcome, young boy. Do you have a card and all that stuff and all that kind of thing and all this kind of stuff. He's like testing him as well at the same time. Yeah, he's eyeing like, all stuff like... at the same time. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got. On November twenty fifth, we got the bodyguard. That's Kevin Costner, Whitney Houston. You know, famous scene. And I, yeah, will always love you. On the spoof many moons, many, many, many times later on, and other things down the road. Yes, yeah. it's a fine movie. It's perfectly serviceable. On December eleventh, Ramsey's turned Ramsey turned nine years old at this time, and he had got a few options. He can watch, he can he can watch the adult the adult court drama A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise and uh, Jack Nicholson, um, or Forever Young with Mel Gibson playing a guy who was frozen and woke, wakes up in uh, wakes up in modern times, or The Muppet Christmas Carol with um, Michael Caine as uh, as Ebenezer Scrooge. So he had those options. So he had Young Ramsey's had those yeah. options. I don't think I watched either. I don't think I watched any of those movies. On December eighteenth, I did watch this one. Unfortunately, all I didn't. Oh, free! Didn't watch any of them. I watched the. I watched huh. Forever Young, and I. I can't remember shit about that movie. All I, all I remember was like, "This is boring." I watched it on TV because okay. I was like on okay. TV. Few good minutes. I think. It, I, I think if I watch it now, I might. I might. I, might, I appreciate it, but ninety year old Ramsey would not. And Chris, Moment Christmas Carol. Like, yeah. That's like I, everyone likes that movie. Like you know what? I should get. It. Um, Where's I did watch this. I think I've seen it once before. So. Um, I did watch this. Unfortunately, I did watch on December eighteenth. I did watch Toys with Robin Williams. It's a strange eh. ass movie to be on. Like I like I I like I really can't make heads or tails of what they were trying to do with that movie. But you know, it's it's one of those movies where it's like I like I don't know if I I, I like I'm more like maybe I'm more like astute to movies when I was now than I was. Maybe I might enjoy it when, when I'm much older, but I doubt it. And to round off the year on December twenty third, we got Scent of a Woman. Whoa! Al Pacino is blind, and also a very weird, weird dude. But he's also he also knows where he is when he when you really test him. Yes, America, good movie though. Good movie. I remember watching it. My it's one of my you know you know really liked it. My mom really loves that movie. Yeah, whenever I whenever I whenever I when I saw that, I was like, yeah, I was like just, just smiled when I watched it. All right, so that leaves us with video games. Jesus Christ, we got a lot here, and this is a loaded one. So. So let's start our first. Let's start our first with a uh, with a brief look at like the best games of two thousand of nineteen ninety two. Um, every, everyone except Gamus Magazine gave Street Fighter two, which came out last year, because like this this this, this would pertain to like stuff from like last year, that last year. It all everyone everyone pretty much gave Game of the Year to Street Fighter two, like flat out. Like it makes it makes perfect sense why they would, because like it's rightfully so. It, it got a lot of um, it got a lot of it 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 it, it, it was. It thing of nineteen of nineteen ninety one, and it really started a revolution in, in the in in video game period. 
Game Pro TV, which I'm pretty sure by extension is also what Game Pro where they were doing as well, what they what the nominations are. And here's some here's some of the things that they had. Battletoads went for best eight bit. Best graphics for Sherlock Holmes. I'm pretty sure that's the Sherlock Holmes CD CD game for the Turbo Graphics 16. Best handheld game would be Mega Man 2. Best sound Castlevania 2. Best sports game NHL Hockey. Best strategy game Baseball 2000. Best action game Super Castlevania 4. Best shooter Galarius. Best RPG Final Fantasy 2, aka Final Fantasy 4. And best 16 bit game Sonic the Hedgehog 1. Which is interesting. It's like, wow, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 came out in 2000. It came out in um, 1991. Because we're going to get to Sunday later. I'm like, wow, that's a quick turnaround. Um, yeah. For Nintendo Power, they, this, is, this, is how this is how they went. For best graphics for Nintendo, they went Battletoads. For Game Boy, it was Super, it was Metroid Two, and for SNES, it was Super Mario World. Best Demon, I don't know yeah. what the fuck that means. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's supposed to mean, but it, it goes Battletoads, Battle Wilder's Revenge for the Game Boy, and Super Mario World for SNES. Best challenge. Oh, that's one of that's one of the fun. Even though it was the first Game Boy, Mega Man, it's fun. But it's kind of challenging, but it's not. It's not. Super cruelly difficult in all ways because hey, the password system helps. So you know. that game was so hard. I remember playing it like just you're you're screwed if you don't have a certain weapon at a certain time. Best challenge. Yeah, yeah. And also, also, yeah. Also, another thing I realized is that as I saw someone else play, it's like the, those sprites are so chunky and you have no like vision beyond you and things are popping up off screen and like you really have no time to like really react to what's coming right at you. That's the biggest. Wait, for which game? For Doctor Wily's Revenge. Wait. Oh well, yeah, because the way it's kind of done. Yeah. It's kind of closer up. But yeah, I sort of get that, but. I mean, I, that's that's kind of one of the first Mega Man's I've played, and it's like I kind of used that that way. So you know, I don't know because I got I got used to like Mega Man two, and it's like yes, I can't play this. I can't play these games with this. Like everything scrunched up and everything like like zoomed in. So best challenge we got for Nintendo, we got for the NES, we got Ninja Gaiden three for the Game Boy. It's it's Metroid two. I want to say Super Metroid, but it's Metroid two. And for no, the just SNES, Metroid two, just Metroid two. Yeah, which is a good game. I, I like Metroid two. Um, and for the SNES, it's Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Um, I don't think Super. I don't think. Oh, uh, I don't think. I, I. I think. I think Metroid Two is just long and tedious, not difficult. So that's my thing. I think. I think the winner out of those three would be Super Ghouls and Ghosts. Holy shit, that game. That game's insane. Best play controls: Battletoads for the NES. Game Boy gets uh, Super. It gets Metroid. Gets Metroid Two. Metroid Two again. And. SNES gets um, Super, Super Mario World, which makes sense because like there there really wasn't really much for the for Super Nintendo at the time. So yeah, and, Super, uh, and it's a Nintendo publication, of course. You gotta like you gotta yeah, like only in its life because yeah, this was before some of the really big hits started to come in or other things that have uh, been completed and put out there as well. Anyway, all right. So best multiplayer or simultaneous, which means like it's best two two player game. It's Battletoad, which yeah, yeah, I can see that. It's actually a good game when you play with something else. Best villain, they give it to Bowser. I'm pretty sure that guy's like, mm. that guy's must that guy must have been like five years running as best as best villain because like most innovative is Final Fantasy two. So it's like that's that's good on Final Fantasy you know, Final Fantasy four. It's a really good game. Like as I, I remember playing the I remember I brought the game uh, the the GBA remake of Final Fantasy four. I fell in love with that game. Like I really I really learned to appreciate. It. So yeah, it makes a lot of sense why they would. The other thing I don't like it's like the, like the customization options at that game is like kind of like nil. That's what I'm Best overall game for NES, it's Battletoads. For the Game Boy, it's Super it, Metroid Two. God damn it! And SNES, got it's Super Mario World. They got they got Metroid Two on the brain, haven't they? Yeah, I got the. They had Metroid. They had Metroid Two on the brain, obviously. 
Well, obviously, because it, it, it was it was it was like their big flagship release for the Game Boy, and also it's, it's a good game. Yeah, and also it's for the Game Boy at the time, but still, it's a good it's a good game. But the only only, only complaint about it is that the game is just way too long. It has it's way longer than it has any right to be. Wait, and I think I think it's it gets lapped by all the other Metroid games, even by its own remake on the on the 3DS. So here's a, here's a weird thing. Um, I'm gonna say some dates, but a lot of these games have like either. A date, either a, a month where it came out, or no date whatsoever. So, be so, and I so so be so be aware if I if I'm skipping around and I'm not giving proper dates is because like thanks to how games were distributed at the time, we really had like very few like at the time we had like no real concrete data for exception of a few games here and there. So in January I'm we just had skipping over yeah looking looking at stuff. Uh, did we get Final Fantasy Mr. Quest by the way? Yes, we did. Okay, okay, cool, 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 cool. Just okay. Just okay. So first, yep, it's so there. We, so we start January with Die Hard for the Nintendo, Bucky O'Hare for the Nintendo, Monsters in My Pocket for the Nintendo, and Nightshade. Four of those games are like Konami games, and I think I believe Nightshade was a Konami. They they published it, and I believe that was Bullet, that was Beam Software from your guys' neck of the woods. Uh, Bucky O'Hare is really good. Oh, um, hmm. Monsters in My Pocket is, a, is an underrated classic. Like no one talks about that game enough. They need there needs to be more. That that game needs to be. Needs to be um that game needs more um I hard on the NES oh, it's it's I good thought, I, a, thought, I thought I yeah it's thought, jank sorry. it's a janky ass game that's good with jank anyway I've heard interesting things about it because I remember I've seen like I think AVGN and uh Irate Gamer do episodes on that on that game so you know yeah and, and anyway. like a lot of their, a lot of their complaints are unjustified but at the same time it's kind of justified. I mean, if that makes sense, like they're they're both right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> okay, February we got Super Smash TV, which is a really good port of Smash TV from my opinion. I think it's one of the best ports of the game, which is such another mm. Nintendo one, which actually was really cool because like what you can do is you can take a you can take the four player adapter and you can use two you can use two controllers as, as like a like a proto um, dual stick controller. Okay. So, but on February twenty eighth, that this one has a concrete, concrete date. Contra three, the Alien War. Funny that the twenty we're talking about Contra because like like recently they they're putting in Contra skins for Saint Seiya Awakening and it's just like stop stop giving Grandpa spread shot spread grandpa, my 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 Saint Grandpa's already powerful as is why are you giving the spread shot? Yeah. That's a good game though I think it's like I think like I still say um I still say Contra Hardcore is the better of the sixteen bit era Contra games but I think also correct me if I'm wrong if you look it up uh, out there. I think Contra 3 got a weird rename when it came out in Power Release Territories at the time. I think it was Super Probotector 3 or something, Alien yeah. Wars, instead of Contra. Yeah, it was Probotector. I don't, know why the, I don't know why the fuck they did that. I don't know why. They stayed, because they, they Contra, like... I don't know. I don't know. Because like, it was like it was this whole it was censorship issues because they're like we can't have we can't have like people we can't have like real people shooting each other let's have robots fighting and it's like and they still did that I with guess, um and they still and they still did that with um they still did that with uh probotech they just, they did that with hard contra hard corps as well where it's just like let's just fucking release let's just strip everything of what made what made uh contra hard corps cool and give up and put robots and that's it and like fuck. It's kind of, it's kind of. I get some, of the, I get some of the other ones because I can say this as a tangent that I know. If you've heard the story of how Bomberman got renamed for a limited time in some places as well, yeah, I was like, was it like Atomic Bomber in some places. Mm, that was that was one alternate name, Atomic Punk, I think. But the yeah. other big one that was known in some places in the world was Dino Blaster, actually. That's right, Dino Blaster. 
great. Because even and when for... I played a Bomberman arcade game, I think it was 92 or something else, it was basically Bomberman World, the arcade game, and instead they just called it Dino Blaster and didn't give any context of it, but I recognize myself as Bomberman because I played Bomberman on the Super Nintendo, at least Bomberman, Super Bomberman 1, I think, or something mm -hmm. around that time. Like, I think it's a good idea. So it's like, what? I know this. I know this stuff. Anyway. Anyway, next thing. So, Next thing is March 13th. We got um, Street Fighter 2 Champion Edition, or as they call it in Japan, Street Fighter 2 Dash. Um, this is the upgraded version of Street Fighter 2, which came out in 1991. Because like everyone's like, why can't I play as M. Bison? Why can't I play as Belrog? Why can't I play as Vega? Why can't I play as Sagat? There you go. And also this added mirror matches as well. But this is also at a time, too, where this was like when... Um, Piracy was it was there at all? Not, not only was Street Fighter Two huge, but piracy of Street Fighter Two was. And yeah. this what this will lead to something we're gonna see much later because it's like what's something that, that like Capcom in Japan was like they they were dragging their knuckles with doing this with doing that with doing this particular edition, but it was proven when they saw what happened with the bootlegs that it was kind of neat. So, but yeah, Street Fighter Two Champion Edition like would be my first exposure to Street Fighter because I remember watching looking at that first. And it was so weird to see Street Fighter 2 Vanilla. Nowadays, it's like, oh, Street Fighter 2 Vanilla. My broken little video game. Yeah. I think um, the first one of it I played was probably Turbo before I even knew a championship or what. But anyway, yeah. So. Yeah. So uh, we have. So, Mar and so these are just. Mar these just say they're March. So, March, we had on other games released in March was Kid Chameleon for the Genesis last Mega Drive. Long ass game. Hard ass game, but a fun ass game. Um, Shining Force. Oh my god, I loved it so much. I know people are like, mm. oh my, like you know, oh my god, Shining, like oh my god, Fire Emblem. Like I was more of a Shining Force person, but I learned to appreciate a game like Fire Emblem thanks to Shining Force and a game we mm. talked about earlier, um, Rival Turf, which is like the first. It's made its way, it's made its way back into uh, into the conversation again. Yeah, I always make fun of the cover. I don't know if you see. I don't know if you can still see the cover. It's these two white kids, like like wearing like leather jackets, trying to be like the most toughest guy in the world. Like, no, you're as tough as a you're as tough as a poodle with a spike collar. No, stop. Yeah. The game's fun. The game is fun in all, in all, yeah. in all regards. I remember me and um, Jared we streamed that and we laughed our had uh, laughed our asses off when we got to like the final boss. It was like the name was named like Big Ed in the in the in the in, the, in this version. And it's like. We just, like he, oh god, he was like broke ass Takuma Sakasaki from Art of Fighting. Eh. All right, April gave us Baseball Stars Stars Two for the arcade, which is a fun ass baseball game. If you're looking for like a quick arcadey, like no nonsense, like baseball game, that's a fun game to play. And the first Kirby's Dream Land eh. for the Game Boy. Yep, Kirby's Dream Land, simply. Yep. Yeah. Kirby. And back then, when he was considered uh, before they before they established it properly. On the color and the artwork stuff from like back then, yeah, he was white. They probably thought he was some kind of because they probably thought he was a ghost or something weird like that. Yeah, he was a, he was white, and they were really actually believe it or not the colors they were gonna go with it because they wanted to go with the colors of the Game Boy. He was actually gonna be white. He was gonna not about white. He was gonna be um yellow, but then I think they just, they came yeah. to a happy medium and gave and gave to him pink. And you know what? Good on them. I think picking him pink was the best choice because like it's that that pink is iconic for him now. Like like I cannot see that works for him. Pink. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't really picture him as being something else. Yeah, yeah. So it's a great game. It's just like, but it's but it can get lapped by like every other game because like it's like it's it's a great game, but it's like you don't have like any other kind of stuff you get in the other games. Like you don't get abilities in that game. 
So it's like, oh shit! Like you have to like suck and 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 throw the things at, at enemies like to to defeat them, and it's just you don't have those you don't have the mobility options like you do in other games. Yeah, so it's like yeah, a better of... way to play that would be to basically just find uh, Kirby All Star and play the remake of that in, in within that game. So yeah, the, the, yeah. The, in Spring Breeze, play that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, more fun. May fifth, we got Wolfenstein 3D for the for for PC. The the quintessential for the quintessential classic for for piece the quintessential first person shooter man yeah well, one of the uh big notable ones because uh down the road we will get quake and everything and all this other stuff as well but uh you know if if not doom the, the wolfenstein 3d is definitely another no, well-known game of from around that time frame yeah you know? I, and i i remember and i remember i got i remember i played a few times and I really enjoyed it. I think I I I I'm about to say something, something weird. I think I enjoyed this more than the first Doom. I think the first Doom, like I, as much as I like it, I think I like a lot more Wolfenstein. It has like a lot more things, and it feels a lot more claustrophobic, and a lot more things are going on. And I really did. I really dig it. See, see, Wolfenstein. It's like it's fun in ways. It's like I get I get kind of why you might think that because you're just running around in a castle killing uh, Nazis and all that kind of deal, like raiding the guards and all that kind of deal. Doom is a little bit you know different because the whole deal of like you're dealing with zombified soldiers and alien creatures and all this kind of shit. But yeah, Wolfenstein got his own thing for sure, yeah. So, yeah. And not only that, it's like, like um, Doom has like a lot more variety in its maps and a lot more variety in its weapon. But there's there's an inherent charm to Wolfenstein that I can't deny. Yeah, on yeah. May 25th, Have you ever played the port of Wolfenstein on Super Nintendo or not? No, I only played it on PC and I also, and then I bought it on PS3 because it was like 99 cents. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. And then okay, so May twenty fifth we got King of the Monsters two for the arcade by S and K. Um, wow, that is a that is a that is a kaiju on kaiju wrestling game. That's really cool. I like it. And there's these scenes where it's like it's like um it's like Final Fight side scrolling beat 'em up. So it's part wrestling game, part um part side scrolling beat 'em up, and yeah. you play as giant fucking Was monsters. This before or after Rampage when he started to pick up that game with like say Rampage two. Rampage World Tour. Yeah, and all that kind of stuff. That was like way later in the night. I think that was like ninety eight. Ninety four. Oh, because no. like, it was like because like it came out for like stuff like the N sixty four and uh, PlayStation. So it's like it was like ninety six. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But when the, the first Rampage was like ages ago. It was like NES or something though. Way before that it was like eighty three. Anyway, I'm getting I'm getting my dates jumbled in my head trying to remember all these memories of them. Yeah, but it's a good game. It's a good game. I I did enjoy Kingdom Monsters too. June, gave, uh, so June, we have two games Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis, the first of like the original um, click and point and click adventures with Indiana Jones. There was one though before that, which was based on Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, which came out in 1990, coincided mm-hmm. with the movie in 1989. But this will be the first that would that would go that would go on from the series that would use like you that we have an original storyline and stuff like that. So, um, I it's a great game. Great, a lot of great graphics, a lot of cool stuff they can do in that game. I'm not, I'm not that like I think you can find out on. I think you can find it on Steam for like a dollar or so, so. If you want to relive that, and then on June 6, um, Varith Operation Thunderstorm. That's a that is a shmup by Capcom. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I haven't really played much. It's like, but it's like, and it's like shmups are good, but it's like they're not really much my thing. July we have Echo the Dolphin. You're good. I was gonna say if you played it, but if you... I know of it. I haven't actually ever delved into it because I know it can get kind of uh, hard at points later on the further you go in that game. Mm-hmm. But I know, I get the idea of it. It's like it's like 
you explore, you deal with enemies on the water, you're trying to solve puzzles, you're trying to uh, basically solve, you know, uh, from a potential alien threat kind of thing and all that kind of deal and all that as well. Yeah. With it. So it's one of those things. All right. So after that, we got Super Mario Kart, which I know you've been playing lately. I we I think mm-hmm. I reset our piece about this. It's like I have my complaints about it where it's like, God damn, this game hurts my eyes to watch. You love it and whatever. Like, let's just leave it at that. Well, I, like if you ask me, out of the two, I like F Zero more. But Mario Kart has items and all that stuff, and it's kind of it's kind of got some iconic little tracks and fun things. The controls aren't always the best, but I mean, it it, it sort of was one of those two games that set a template for future things of that sort as they came along, you know. But like I, so, I think yeah. like I keep on like I keep on saying like there's better games that like. That just lapped this game, and it's just like in the, in the particular case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's the first. It's it's the first Mario Kart, anyway. So you know, right. it is what it is. So, so on July on July fourteenth, we do have we have a definitive on this one. Mario Paint, like okay. So first and foremost, do you consider this a game? Mm, I would say a, a third of it is because of the fly swatting game. If you want that, yeah, that's true. It has that, but it's like. Yeah. I don't know. It's all just like mess around and, you know, there's music things, there's painting things you can do and all that kind of deal and all that stuff. Yeah, and I was going to say, it's like, I think I had a lot more fun doing a lot of like the creative stuff because, like, I remember remember spending a lot of time with the creative stuff and we were really into it. On that regard, I think, like, it did a really good Mm -hmm. So, on July, last last thing of July, we had Art of Fighting. Like, um,. This was not the. This was not. This was the first 100 meg game, but they didn't build it as such. We'll get to the first build 100 meg, the the, the 100 mega shock game of, of SNK, but this was like their first, technically their first 100 meg game. You know, we can only get bigger from there. That's mm. a crazy thing. We get games get bigger from there for for the SNK, and it's like it makes sense because like you see the game, it's like there's sprite scaling and there's thing, there's voice there, there's voice clips all over the place, and it's like everybody's really big and huge and detailed. Nowadays, it's like it's a it's a really antiquated taste, but it makes but you know for the time it's like it was like it it was, it was innovative for what it for what it does. I think, but like the other games and then King of Fighters just do a better. Mm-hmm. Um, August fifteenth, we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles four Turtles in Time, port of the arcade game which came out a year before. Holy moly! Mm-hmm. That's, if you want to talk about a game that that did a lot better, that's a lot better on consoles than it is on the arcade. You look at that game. Yeah, like Turtles in Time is. Also, at that point in time, like considering the fact that people hadn't been able to get like access to like just the arcade game any other way or any other means for like the original arcade TMNT game, like what came to Super Nintendo, you know? And it's yeah. kind of great that they actually had that now in that sense. Like that's one way. And then the alternative way is as we get to in December, there's another release of a similar nature and quality. So too. Yeah, so that's so that's gonna be interesting. When we, so it's interesting to see that like they they're really putting the effort to like spreading things, spreading game around to like other systems. But like I said, it's a great game. It's a great game. If you haven't played it, like it's gonna be mm-hmm. on. It's gonna be on the on the Kaobana collection soon. So pick that up when you when you can play it. Yep. On September we have this, we have the release we have the release of the Super Scope. Um, any memories of that of that of that huge ass bazooka? I have it around somewhere, and I used to play. Sometimes just try to play some of the little uh, on the Super Scope Six game a couple of times in the past, like the uh, Intercept one where you're flying and you basically shoot down missiles, and the ones that would fire shots at you as you were flying, or defend where your like your ship is like parked and you're just basically shooting them coming at you from in the background to the foreground kind of thing and mm-hmm. advancing and all that kind of deal. 
And then there was other, obviously, other little games. Like, the other big game that me and brother used to enjoy a lot when we used to play stuff was uh, Yoshi Safari as well. Oh, it's a good so, game. Yeah. I heard a lot of good things about that game. <laughs> I'm just like, it's, uh, my only problem with it, my only problem with the Super Scope 6 is, like, the Super Scope period. It's like, it just, there was no, like, they didn't really give it a fair, a fair shot. And it's like, it's such a weird way to play when you have to, like, press the button on the side because they didn't want to have an actual trigger because putting a trigger obviously would, would make it too because, like, they learned a lesson from the Nintendo learned a lesson from the Zapper. They said like they they didn't want to have a, 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 a they didn't want to have a gun with like a trigger on it. So they put like the trigger on the back, and it just the Super Mario Brothers movie also had the super scope as a guest thing as a weapon or two that uh, King Koopa and his armies were using as well. Mm-hmm. They had a modified they had a modified one for like the movie where it's like they gave it and all, and all painted and, like a uh, silvery gray or something instead. Yeah, and I think you actually buy it. It, buy it worked. Like, it, it worked. You know, yeah, I was gonna say it's like you actually buy one of those like as like a toy. I was like, wow, really? That's okay, cool. Yeah. Um. So September twenty seventh, we have Dragon Quest five. Are you a big fan of the Dragon Quests? Uh, no comment. But I know there's people out there and there's maniacs who love the Dragon Quest series, like you. That could probably say more than 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 I. So Ramsey's go ahead. Um, I dabbled in Dragon Quest. I haven't played Dragon Quest. I should okay. I should hand over my I should hand over my Dragon Quest fan card because I just expose myself as a as a fake fan, as my as my co-host on Kamara Furry would tell me. Um, October, we have no date on this one, but um, well, Sega released Virtual Racing for the arcade. Um, I have a love hate relationship with this game, but it's now more of a love than I have than I hate. I didn't really like the game when it first came out, but I recently brought it for the Sega Ages, and I fell in love with it. I really loved um, I really loved. I remember. Game. Playing it one two small times, and I always thought it was kind of weird. But then I didn't realize when I was younger, like, oh, this came out way before Daytona USA did. So you know. Well, I, I, I guess at the time too, it was like, I, I, I guess because at the time I was like, oh my god, like racing games, like whatever. I, I, I would rather be playing. I want to play Street Fighter. I want to get good at that. I want to be. I want to be. I want to kick punch people. And then it's like I learned to really. And then I, the time by the time I started really more appreciating like racing games was like when Daytona came out. Yeah. So yeah, so that made this so that may have affected my decision, and as I and then as I got old, like I said, like recently when I brought for the Sega Ages for the, the Switch, I learned to really appreciate it a lot. So it's a really good racing game. I think like if you ever find that game like on the Switch, just buy it. That's it's a good really recommendation cool. for the Sega Ages stuff, even though Sega haven't really them really released anything of note for Sega Ages stuff on the Switch for a while now, have they? No, but a lot of the stuff they do have available is solid. Um, final, yeah. we have October fifth. We have Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. Um, baby's first, baby's first. Um, Final Fantasy. That's that, 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 what some people would say, but that's also uh, my first. Uh, even though it was the mainline Final Fantasy, it was a my first Final Fantasy of note that I really remember playing in particular. And I mean, it's simplish in ways. I won't deny that, but the story is, you know, it is what it is, and it's kind of. You know, just save the world kind of deal with these these powered crystals and all that kind of stuff that are being drained by monsters and a dark force attacking the world and everything and all that kind of stuff and all that deal. But the characters are kind of simple-ish and kind of fun and some of them are, uh, you know, kind of one note and all that. There's some simple little interactions, but I like the way they did the overworld and the battle system isn't anything weird or complicated. It's just like, you got your basic stuff, you can go to next town, you can do like little battlefields if you want to grind for more EXP and cash and even items you get from those fields that you can win more additional stuff like even like unique charms or spells and things and 
supplies that you can't quite get in other places inside the dungeons and places you have to explore in the main course of the game anyway. Mm. So, you know, well, as it is, well, it's fun. It's it's not perfect, but it, it's fun and it's not like overly hard and you'll have a fun time, I would say, still. Well, when when he told me this game was supposed to be like a secret of mana, like like game, like one of those mana games, um, mm. it made perfect sense as I played it. Like, oh, I can see the mana influence. So it's like now that I see that now now that someone someone pointed it out to me that this was originally going to be like a, a mana game, like secret of mana. I was like, yeah, I can totally. They see might have reworked it. or repurposed a bunch of work on that into a, a yeah. spin off Final Fantasy instead. Yeah. Yes, that's that's what ended up happening at the end of the day. They they looked at the game and were like, you know, this could this could this could work better as an SNES game and put like a battle system in it and just just and just go let's go yeah. let's go go with it. Uh, hold on. Um. Okay. So what's sorry? Mortal Kombat is next on October yeah. the eighth. No, it's got a message here. It's like I, it kind of threw me off. Yeah, October eighth, we got Mortal Kombat. Wait, Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, one kicked off a whole series of things, didn't it? Yep, this um, kicked off a whole series. Hmm? Did you did like did you did you play the, the did you play the any original game before for this? Did you play the, uh, play the original? One? I want to say I tried messing around with it once somewhere once maybe many 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 moons ago, and I realized how different it was from the Super Nintendo version of that stuff. But at the same time, it's also simpler because of like the first Mortal Kombat is mm-hmm. like you can't like jump. Like you can't do like forward and uppish jumps kind of deal. You could just do like straight up jumps or ducks yeah. and backs well, and all that stuff. Then you, I think you're, I think whatever, I think whatever was working, like if it was real, you could do that because that's like one of the key things. Really. No, 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 but like mechanically in the first one, you couldn't do like those up and forward jumps, you know, that like two and three and everything else onwards that you do, you know. No, you can. Like the, the like because like people figured out it's like oh you could just you could be Johnny Cage and just do that and break the game. Wait, if that's the case, that's new to me. What the hell? Okay, fair enough. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, like first more combat, it's fun. It shows its age in ways, but it also set up a lot of things. Yeah, I keep on saying this. I keep on saying this. That's like it, the game really shows its age and it got lapped by the other games. But I not honestly, not honestly, I think Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat One is still like it still has a it still has its um it still has a place in the video game sphere by hat by 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 being by by um like just being like just being the, by just being there first so it's like it's really important and like I said I remember watching I in, like I remember like my first experience was like the was the the home console version of the game. I only heard about the right people, I only I never heard of the Mortal Kombat I was wondering like why did they make a big deal about this game and I then I then I then I started looking through like magazines like oh that's uh, so why don't we like, like we're I, we're we're way over over but we're way over limit here. So I'm gonna skip a few here. No, I'm I'm just gonna like I'm gonna keep on going here. Well, you know, let's try to we're let's almost try to at the end of like yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's try to keep things to the minimum. Um, October we had Night Trap. Any thoughts on Night Trap? Not particularly. No. So yeah, I mean either. But it's not worthy as well. But you know, so yeah, it's not worthy not for the right reasons. Super Mario, Super Mario Land Two, Six Golden Coins, um, first introduction of Wario. Um, I would. And I like the game. Also inspired by Mario World, but it's also a fun little game in its own way compared to the first Mario Land, which wasn't bad, but it's just a better, stronger Mario Land game compared to the first anyway. So. Uh huh. And November. Oh, wow. November. We got signed the Hedgehog two. So I said like it's weird to see like when I saw like the listing of like people were saying like game of the year was Sonic one. It's like almost like, a year later here is Sonic two, and it's just like 
All I can say with Sonic 2, and I'll just throw it out there because it suffers the whole stuff, it's like, it's fun, it's cool, it introduces Tails, but also in ways there's some bits that it does better compared to some of the... Compared, compared to some of the later Sonic stuff, some of the other Sonic games do other things better. Sonic 2 is just in the middle of the road, in my opinion, but anyway, that's what I'll tell it. Um, I'm the complete opposite. I think I love Sonic the Hedgehog 2 the most out of all the Sonic games. I think this is like my favorite. Out of all the Sonic games, this is like the pinnacle for me, and like I cannot wait for Sonic Collection. Because for me, because for me, it's Sonic Free, and uh, it's for me, it's Sonic Free and Knuckles combined. So you know, aside from Mania, but you know, anyway. So you know, yeah. Anyway, but, next Ramses. Um, after that, we have Firepower 2000, aka Super SWV IV. Super Swiv. Super Swiv. Did you did you have any experience with this one? No. Okay, fair enough. This was one of those games that just, I think, like, so many games I experienced didn't when I played them and all that. It was just, like, rental things, but, God, when rental stores used to be a thing for games and movies and other stuff back in the day, mm-hmm. back many moons ago. But, yeah, this is a fun one where you can play between either this choice of um, a Jeep, where you can aim the turret when you're dashing around the screen, or a helicopter, where you can just move freely around the stage and all that kind of thing and not be limited by, like, obstacles. But yeah, so that's right. it. And then you have a weapon. You have like widespread bullets. You have plasma shots. You have a flamethrower option. You have also things for like a power shield. You have secondary missile weapons and all this kind of stuff and fun things and intimidating boss uh, music and all kinds of deals. So yeah, Super Swift. It's actually one of those fun games. I don't know why in the US it got renamed to Firepower 2000. It's weird because technically it is a sequel to one of the others. Um, yeah, that's the name pun with Super Swift is actually related to Silkworm mm. on the NES. It's so it's apparently Super Swift Four or whatever, like S W I V. The whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I'm, anyway. I'm familiar with Silkworm, so it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense now. Okay. Um. Yep. So yeah, you have experience with that. I don't. Um. December he was Final Fury Two. Holy shit! It's like this is like. This is this is this is really good. This is a really this, good this, this is more you than me, Ramsey. Go with this one. I don't even. Um, better roster of characters. You can play. You can play more than just three characters in this one. Um, it introduces to Maishu and Nui, which is great. It's really good, but like, um, but like, um, I I know I keep on saying this a lot, but it's like there's better like the Fatal Fury special Lapis because it has all that stuff and then some with a new character and stuff like that. So that there's that, but Fatal Fury Two is like the worthy successor to Fatal Fury One. Um, December mm. also gave us Lucky and Wild. Have you played the game? Hmm? Yeah, it's, it's the it's the driving game, and one of you also controls the the uh, the gunner kind of thing, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is. Yep, I remember that one. Yep, yep. So cool. Yep. So it's, it's an awesome game. It's like it really, it really is like it's a fun you know, game. Uh, yeah, that's all right. December sixth, we have Final Fantasy V. Oh boy! I love that game so much. I think it's one of my favorite Final Fantasies. It, it's like the, the the amount of customization and the amount of the amount of stuff the amount of stuff you can do in the game is incredible. Um, I really want that game. I really want to play that game again. <laughs> now that I'm like looking at this, like mm-hmm. shit. December 9th, we have Street Fighter Two, uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo, aka Hyper Fighting. This was a response to all the pirated games because they saw the, the Capcom saw that the pirated games were doing better because they had a, their game was a lot faster and they wanted a faster game, and that's what they got. They got a faster, they got a faster game out of this. It's basically, it's a more balanced version of Street Fighter Two Champion Edition. They gave characters some new moves. Go after the races, it goes. It's a really good game. It's like one of the best ones. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I still play in competition circles, and I'm really and so it, it, it's so it's like so it's so it's, it's the test of time. 
Um, December 11th, my birthday. Again, I could have brought this if I had a Genesis. Uh, TMMT, the Hyperstone Heist for the Genesis. That's basically, it's a, um, it's a hybrid of, of the arcade game and the and Trails in Time with some new elements thrown in. Really good game. Also going to be on the Kawabunga collection. Not not to be missed. I think it's got the, it's a, like, I don't think people should sleep on that version of the game. It's really good. Um, oh my god, we're going to be here for a while with this one as well. Streets of Rage 2 on December 20th. Jesus Christ. Streets of Rage 2. Fun game. Um, I could say that there's also, in my opinion, there's more fun Streets of Rage games. Not to put it down remotely at all, Ramses, but it's a uh, it's a fine Streets of Rage game, and it's all right, and it's a lot of things for the future for the series. You know. Um, Streets of Rage shoes like, one of the, like, top ten video games of all time, easily. Like, it's yeah. e- easily is one of my favorite games of all time, and I definitely, definitely, definitely would, would, would rec- highly rec- this game comes highly recommended if you like side-scroller beat-em-ups and games, games of these types as well. Like, I know, I know you're gonna say that Streets of Rage 4 was Better, but I'm sorry. I'm gonna say this: that Streets of Rage too. No, 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 no. It's cool. It's fine, man. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. So I just, that... like, I just love four so much because it's got so many options in that damn game. All right. So that ends the stuff with dates. The next, next couple of games here have no dates here. So they're by, they're by companies here. So try to figure this out. Who's, who's who on these? Um, we have X Men. Really good game. Yep. Six players. You know you're screwed if you're if you're um, if you're um, if you have to play Dazzler, but it's a good game. These Enforcer is good. I would Wolverine, but you know. So. Yeah, but it's a good game. But it's like you know, it's it also versus... started a small name with uh, Colossus's uh, power. <laughs> yeah, Ethel um, Enforcers, um, a shooty, a little shooty game. Uh, I, I like yeah, I like Lethal Enforcers too a lot more. Lethal Enforcers has a cheesiness with like the whole like FMV like dudes dying to like shots thrown and all that. Yeah, but I, th- I, I think I like more I like more the second game because it's like it has like, that Western setting. I think I like the Western setting a lot more. Yeah, yeah. Actually, it wasn't FMV. It was like motion capture as well, wasn't it? Or was it like both? It was like it was like it was like captured with like like the Mortal Kombat way where it's like they take photos and you're just shooting the. The photo view, yeah, yeah, but all like whatever it was, anyway, whatever technique, yeah. but yeah, it just looked funny when some of those just like freezing you died. It was like, ah, you know, you got him or something, or all yeah. that, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's that's a good game, but it's like, I really played the second one because of its setting. Um, Bucky O'Hare, I never play, hmm? sorry, Go ahead. I was like, Bucky O'Hare for the arcade, you play that? Nope, G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe, I've seen it, but no, I've never actually played because I never knew it existed. And it looks cool in its own right, actually, honestly. But yeah, I've never played it. So yeah, it's a Konami game. It's a shoot. It's a shooting game. It's it's just like it came out of, like it came out in '92. Like the '92 is like it's such a dead period for G.I. Joe. It would end in '94, but it's like '92 was like it might as well be it might as well be dead at this point. But it's a good game. They put in a lot of effort into it. Um, but Bucky Hero is a good game. I, I like playing it. It's a really it's a hybrid shooter slash sight from beat up. It's what I like to call a narc-like, if that makes sense. Have you ever played narc? Um, no. Asterisk. I'm uh, not sure if I have. So no, off the top of my head. Okay, Asterisk. No. Uh, I know the ser- I know the comic, but I never played the game and what. So nope. And also certainly. Hmm? So, uh, okay, so that's just cycle where we up. It's all right. I have no real opinion either. Yeah. Uh, and next after Asterisk, we have the coming back again. Wild West, the Cowboys of Moo Mesa again. And um, even though they had a game, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a lot like it's a, it's a, it's a game. It's a lot like, uh, like sunset. It's like Sunset Riders, but a little more simplified. Mm-hmm. 
So it's a good game. I remember playing. I remember yeah. playing a few chords on that one. I'm, I think I must be the only person in the world that's played that like like that. So we then go on to our next kind of collection of games: Chase HQ Two. Part of it, I am blanking fully what there was that I got from an idea in my head what it might be though. So yeah. it's a it's a game where you had like ram into the other into the other opponent and you have to like um, stop them. Stop oh yeah, no, them. like it's just like a chase down instead of like the wild and lucky or whatever before. Yeah. it's just a basic chase down and you smash them up to capture them all that because you wrecked the yeah. car. Yeah. All right. Um, after that, uh, we have Dead Connection, the Dead Co- uh, Connection, which is a side scroll beat 'em up that takes place in the 1930s, like you know, like gangster fight. I so... have never experienced that one or heard of it, so nope. Dino Rex. I don't believe so. Oh my god, Dino Rex is so, it's such a janky game. It's such a it's such like a janky ass game where you play as two dinosaurs and they're handlers, and it's like. They they like oh my god it's so janky everybody moves around like 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 five frames per second it's so... um yeah uh fix eight as a shoot 'em up I might look up later but I've never heard of that one actually good game me. good game I played it a few times mm-hmm. I played it like on when when game was starting to get another out. super chase uh another super chase game yeah super chase is, is essentially chase HQ so that's that's basically it. yeah mm-hmm. and so do you play that one. Nope. I think I just saw the Super Chase HQ one of, of, of what I remember in my head. So okay. So next, next, next group of, of, of companies. This is um this is Data East. So they released two notable ones: Date Gogo, which is like the first of their of their single screen like you know puzzle games. We have like d- defeat enemies and like like solve the puzzle of like trying to defeat the enemies the correct way and stuff like that. Sort of like like bubble bobble. And then Nitro Ball is a uh, is a shoot 'em up where you just go around shooting. It's like it's like a bit like a it's a bit like um like like Smash TV where you're like going through like different things and playing like playing for like money. Okay. So we now go to American Laser Electron uh, American Laser Company, and I guess this is where you're getting confused. Where it's like the, the, this is the F and B games because we have Mag uh, Mad Dog Two, a game where you shoot things. It's like as uh, shoot things with a gun. No, 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 Dragon's Lair, where it's like you have to shoot at the correct time before they attack you and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. and basically, it's and the only difference is like you have a gun instead of instead of a joystick. And then yeah. speaking of joystick games, you got Space Pirates. Oh god, that is like the worst thing I ever. Seen. If anything, it's notable because it has one of my favorite like winners don't do drug screens where it has like the main villain going, "Worse, don't do drugs." And it cuts to a it cuts to a skeleton, and it just blows up, and that's like your that's your winners don't do drugs screen. ESA or whatever, yeah. Okay. It's the greatest. It's the greatest thing ever. Uh, so we have the last two games here. Time Killers. You play Time Killers? Any Time Killer fans in the audience? That name is ringing a bell, but I'm not sure, sure if I remember or not. Like, uh, it's, it's, a, it's it's one of those games that they try to capitalize on Mortal Kombat, where it's like if you if like you try to if you slice someone's hand off, you can like they fight one arm and stuff like that. It's, it's essentially oh, the, I think the I black. Sort of, I think I sort of know about it by that reputation. Yeah, like I think I know of it. It's it's a black knight. Of, yeah. it's, it's a black knight from. The Mighty Python simulator, where you can fight someone with like, or you, even if you lose like an arm, you can still keep on fighting them. Mm-hmm. And then the final game here is Aero Fighter. Aero Fighters, yeah. You play as a penguin. Well, that, that 
Is that was that the first one or was it two or special? No, that was no, that wasn't the first one. As well, okay. Well, yeah, but like the first, even the first one, it's alright. Was still fun, and then it's like, because like when I have memories of like first like shoot 'em up like games like uh, from that period, like playing flying ones and all that. It's either that or right, and they immediately jump to my jump to mind in my brain, you know. Yeah, as and being I... like lot of standout ones, and like it's just. It's just simple. It's fun. It's kind of relatively disruptive, and like getting power ups actually makes you into a somewhat formidable uh, threat and like kind of thing. Uh-huh. And plus, there is a Super Nintendo version out there as well, released around the same year and all that. It's it's good for what it is. It's not quite up to the same level exactly as the arcade, but given what the Super Nintendo was, it's still pretty good. It's all right, and it's it probably it's fucking expensive nowadays and highly sought after still, despite that, you know. The Super Nintendo port of Arrow Fighters One. So, I think like all, I think that's like most games nowadays. Like when it comes to like um, ports like, to, to any SNES games nowadays, like that's anything that's notable nowadays. It's just, it's just gonna jacked up in price, and I, I do believe that's one of like the more notable games. Well, it's like, better right? than what Raiden uh, was it Raiden Trad turned out. Yeah, which was a weird port. But anyway, that's like one of the that's one of the better ones that people sometimes bring up. Like there's an alternative for like you know the first game anyway. And, like, anyway, I think. <laughs> Yeah, my experience. I think I played the I played the the SNES version, which came out like about a year later, and I really enjoyed it. I, I thought it was a, I thought it was a pretty good game, but it's like, uh, hell if I can remember what the fuck happened. To be honest, but it's a good game. Yeah. Good game. If you actually want them, the first one and two and three are on the Nintendo Switch as arcade archive things. Good to know, because like those arcade archive things are. When I found out about them, I purchased them all over. I purchased them all over time, as as well as the metal slugs and things that came out on that too. So you know, good. All right, then. I think that's about it for us. It's like I I gotta go. I gotta do a few. I gotta do a few before I before I start editing here. So, is there anything you would like to bring up before we go? Uh, nope. We've covered everything pretty much. We've gone over all the stuff. We finally reached the the end of all this stuff. We've we we. we, we We've we've reached the uh, doomsday point, or wait, doomsday, and whatever of all this. Finally, yeah, it was fun. There was quite a few bits of points of discussion things, and some that you you knew more than I did, and some you know the other way around as well. So, yeah, next time, know, next next time, I'll try to see if I can try to condense it a little bit. For the most part, I, I really had fun like going back through a lot of these because there's a lot of things in things that I already talked about. Yeah, and like even like before we started doing like the recording and stuff, it's like. I was just poking around and places on like Wikipedia and stuff and just finding and reminding my brain. Oh yeah, this came out in '92. This came out in '92. I have a lot of memories from that because around that time period when games came out or I played them down the road, these games were released in that year and all that, all that deal anyway. So you know, that's just how the brain works, digging into uh, old memories and all that shit. Yeah. All right. So here's so here's so here's what's up. Next episode, we are doing a review of um of top top gun maverick because like mm-hmm. i said like around this time we were we were both already watched already so we like said i would have also i'm gonna have a other i'm gonna have a solo review of of bob's burgers as well so we're gonna have a discussion like that we're gonna continue doing our thing discussing things so video games movies um all that stuff and see what happens from there so um that's pretty much about it for uh, us let me let me sign us off here by saying a few word by saying a few things here one you can find the podcast wherever you listen to the Google Podcast, um, every anywhere and everywhere. Just follow the links on, on the description and it'll be directly to where you can listen to it. Um, you can find us on Twitter by going to Sat AM uh, Sat AM Pod, 
and um, Tidy Up Squad, and that's where you can find, you can communicate with us, you can join us and join the discussions that we have, and checking everything everything out so far, where we can know some people are, you can to the discussions as well there. I also host a podcast, which you can find over at SC Cosmocast on Twitter, and you can find that also on other podcasts as well, it's called the Saint Seiya Cosmocast, it's a really good podcast about Saint Seiya. Please check it out whenever you can. You can find me on my personal Twitter, which is at L underscore Ramsey's. And that's how you just ramble on about different things. So where can they find you on the interbuts? You can find me on my Twitter, sometimes writing about all kinds of things or filling us on at Moolaflaga01 based off of the Gundam Seed character name. Just add a 01 onto the end of the end of the year name and you should be able to find me if not you'll probably find me linked through sat am squads uh stuff anywhere as well if you have trouble finding me all righty then for you for me i am ramses for rob i am here to tell you guys see you all next time and don't forget to morb out bye goodbye